It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. The Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the Chris Hips as we are back in Maryville, people. We are excited uh, to be back in Maryville, be at MHS, be looking at Jim Renfro Field. And, and Chris, uh, just being back, 2021 homecoming night, a lot of festivities to be had here tonight. But uh, welcome back. Uh, we're at Maryville. Yeah, man, I'm excited to be back home. It's been a great trip uh, around Blount County, Knox County, but nothing's like being back home. Yeah, here's the thing. Road trips are fun. They're they're cool, but there's no place like home, and we're excited to be back at uh, Maryville High School. And, and you know, uh, like I said, homecoming festivities will take place pregame. We'll of course run down the homecoming court, uh, what was raised by the the second runner-up, first runner-up, and the winner here tonight in homecoming 2021. But uh, before we do that, Chris, uh, the Huddleston Law Firm has sponsored and we have delivered a coach's interview with Coach Derek Hunt. We were able to sit down with him actually earlier today to uh, review a little bit of what happened at Beard and the clean performance that the Rebels put on the field and also look ahead to tonight's matchup with the Science Hill Hilltoppers uh, all the way from Johnson City. Let's take a listen to what the coach had to say. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Again, Coach, thanks for your time each and every week, but uh, probably no more true meaning here it's homecoming week, and we finally get to come home. Welcome in, Coach. Hey, thank you, guys. We're, we're definitely excited about tonight. Coach, uh, you, you know, it, we talked about it uh, last week. You know, had to get that last road game complete uh, before we could get back to Shield Stadium, and uh, you, you guys did that in a big way uh, by defeating Bearden last week, just emphatic fashion, uh, great execution by your bunch, and, uh, and honestly, an uh, extremely clean version of the Red Rebels. Yeah, it was a great game for us. I really felt like we played um, pretty pretty close to perfect. I mean, uh, probably not, but but it just felt that way. We come out fast, and I think we only gave up one first down the whole first half, and then I think we scored the first five times we touched it. I mean, that's as good as as good as you can ask for. And there's a lot of preparation and practice goes into that, but I was just really pleased with how it did turn out quite. Well, and I, you know, the 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 Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game was Carson Jones, and I and I thought it kind of started with him. He 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 made really good decisions, uh, distributed the ball amazingly well. Uh, just to, if you look in the receiving category, it's like everybody had the same number of of catches. You know, yardage was varying based on yards after catch, but it was like the distribution was very even. Everybody was playing their part, and just that machine, that Rebel offense machine, just kept moving up and down the field. Yeah, very balanced on offense, and that's the way you want to be—not just run pass, but also, you know, if you're throwing the ball, who's who's catching it? And so, I think we threw four touchdown passes to four different guys which is always great to see. And I, that's the way I certainly feel about our team is that we've got multiple weapons and not just on the ground but through the air. And Carson, I think, was feeling really good Friday night. And showed. 
and and I thought uh, you, you know each and every week de- the depth of Maryville really really shows itself in the second half. But I thought just the quality depth showed itself last week. And what I mean by that is is when Tez Dozier came in, uh, he had a real he had a lot of good carries. He had seven for fifty seven, but a lot of those were tough yards after contact. And I I just thought he showed himself well the way he runs the football. And then the the usual suspects Noah and Gage uh, they continue to 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 continue to produce. Yeah, you talked about Tez. You know, Tez is probably the fastest kid on our team. He's a track guy and can absolutely fly, especially when he gets going. When he gets downhill, he breaks through the room and he can go. Um, you know, he's still got some learning to do, but he's one that, that we're definitely pleased with, excited for. And, and you know, he's a junior, though, so, you know, but he, but he's, he's in my opinion, he's, he's getting closer and closer to, to being out there more. Um, but hard to say because there's only one football and you got guys like, you know, Noah Vaughn and Jackson Phillips and Gage Ledoux, who have certainly had good first half seasons. So, you know, it's a good problem to have, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then in the throw game, I thought uh, a name that uh, we've seen at least, uh, you know, of course, Chris and I have seen on the basketball floor, uh, but Eli Elkins, he's a, he, he could be a nice safety valve for, for some options there later in the season. Eli is certainly, you know, he's new to football. He's, uh, you know, I think he started playing when he was in eighth or ninth grade. But he is a big target. Um, he's he's still learning, you know, how to use his body, you know, his, his physique. You know, big and can move, strong, athletic. You know, he's a basketball player too. So he can he's got, you know, he's he's definitely one, just a sophomore, definitely one that that I think is kind of going to have a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, extremely excited to see what he can do. Uh, a pretty pretty good basketball player as well. But forty two to six was the final there from Bearden High School. Six points put on late by Bearden. Really, your defense pitched a shutout the majority of that game, just just really late. Uh, Bearden continued yeah. to play the starters and got six on the board. Yeah, defense was really good Friday night. I thought I thought our, our coaches did a great job putting a plan together. And then our kids played really hard, ran the football, you know, got off blocks. We didn't stay blocked Friday night, which I thought was great to see. And you know, just, just turned them over on downs, made them punt a lot. Um, you know, Bearden... You know they're playing a freshman quarterback who, who I think is going to be a a really good player as he continues to to learn and grow. But anytime you play a freshman, it's going to be tough, you know. And so, but I thought our guys on defense did a phenomenal job. Hopefully, we can you know continue to build off that momentum and carry on tonight in a game that you know we're going to be tested, you know, probably in a different way. Well, Coach, and again, we'll turn eyes to tonight. Tonight, the Hilltoppers come all the way from Johnson City, Science Hill. And, uh, you, you know, you made it through the first half of this regular season unscathed, 5-0, and uh, defeating teams such as Powell, Alcoa, and, and of course, the likes of Beard and, and, and others. But, uh, you know, just a really clean first half of football. But like I said, tonight is a homecoming night here at Maryville High School, and it's a chance to, uh, to get back in Shield Stadium, play on Renfro, and, uh, and get up and down a, a field that says Rebels on it. Definitely excited to be back home. It, it, it feels like it's been a long time, you know. But fortunately, we get four of the last five games at home. You know, playing Science Hill team, who you know, on paper, starting the year, they're the, they were the best team out of the Upper East Region. And you know, I think you know they played Dobbins Bennett the last game of the season, so I think that that game probably will be for the region championship. They're a really athletic team. It's virtually the same team that we prepared for in the second round of the playoffs last year maybe the first round, but, but that the game that we didn't get to play because of COVID and they had too many guys sick. Uh, but they got all those guys back, it seems like, when you watch the tape. And so um, a year better, 
they they got a really good quarterback, a really good running back. They've got three linebackers that I think are extremely impressive. Um, and, you know, Coach Stacy Carter, I think, does a great job for them. He and I are good friends. And, and talking to him this summer, he felt like this is one of the better at Science Hill. So I think that says a lot because he's been around and he's played, you know, played in a lot of big games. He's, he's done it for a while. So, you know, we're looking for a great atmosphere tonight. Obviously, you mentioned it, I think, homecoming and our first home game in a while. So, I think it's going to be a great night. Well, and Science Hill, you know, they've they've had a pretty tough go of it this season as well. They've played Powell. They, you, you do have the common opponent. They fell to Powell where the Red Rebels got the victory. Uh, but uh, they've played Anderson County, defeated the Mavericks, and then fell to Elizabethan, which is uh, at the time they played them, I think they were on somewhat of a – a uh, 29-30-something game win streak. So uh, a team that's that's pretty uh, elite in their own right. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Science Hill is a, a team that, that returns – I think they return 22 starters, uh, bring back down from uh, from last year's team. And, yeah, COVID kind of ended their season a year ago. Uh, but I, I think emotionally uh, this is a huge regular season game for, for the Hilltoppers because if you look at their, their last three or four years, the end of their season – has had a big Red Rebels on it. So I think they're going to come with a, a full head of emotion, and uh, and I think they're going to be ready to play. But, uh, Coach, how do you how do you get your guys ready for uh, a big spirit week is going to kind of take some of focus away, but how do you keep things on uh, business at hand here at, at, at home? I think our kids are going to just going to – you know, it just happens. It, we get to come back home. And I think you always look for kind of an edge each week as a head coach. You, you want to have your kids playing at their best and try to give them an edge and – you know, last week it was it was. You know, you don't have to do that for Alcoa. You know, but but the week after Alcoa, you probably do because it's. You know, it's 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 not as easy maybe to get up for a, a game that's not Alcoa, and so you know each week you have an edge, and, and this week it's it's been pretty easy because I think our guys are just itching to get to be back home, get to play in front of our home crowd, walk in front of the stadium, in the in pregame and that kind of stuff. So. You know, no matter who we were playing this week, I felt good about it because you've been on the road for three straight weeks and four out of the first four on the road. So, you know, our guys, I think they're going to be excited. Now it's just a matter of trying to go out there and execute. And they're going to play with great effort, but can we execute at a high level? That's what we did last week. And we've got to do it again in order to, you know, to be a team like Science Hill. Absolutely. And, and Coach, like I said, unscathed through first five games, you average more rushing yards uh, then your defense is allowing total offense. So I think that's a that's a good place to start this second half of this season. And I wish you the best of luck here tonight as the Hilltoppers will come from Johnson City and try to uh, try to uh, unseed their homecoming. But I, I wish the best for the Red Rebels. Wish you the best and uh, and good luck tonight, Coach. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks. And you've listened to this interview with Coach Derek Hunt. It's brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, a local. Uh, firm here in Maryville that wants to work for you. So check them out uh, at HuddlestonLaw.com. We'll be back in just a minute. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser along with Chris Hips, and welcome to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week on your home for Rebel Sports. WGAP. Chris, tonight we come back to Maryville High School for homecoming night here in this 2021 season. Feels good to be back at Maryville High School and back in Shield Stadium. But tonight we step back out of region play with a test coming all the way from Johnson City via the Hilltoppers of Science Hill. The Rebels enter tonight's matchup 5-0. The Hilltoppers arrive at a respectable 3-2. But as we look to preview game number six for our Red Rebels, Hips, how about those Rebels? Man, the Rebels are looking great. I think we were talked highly about their defense with the uh, coach. The coaches show how incredible they've held most teams to uh, below 100 yards, I think, is the average right now, minus maybe the Alcoa game. But in, and on the flip side of that, the offense is just you have so many weapons. Uh, we, we were talking about who could be a game player tonight, DJ, uh, Markel. You know, I, I still think Gage Ledoux's due for a big running game one night. I think that I think all those are great names that's going to be seen. But you know, in, in the Maryville fashion, a lot of times it's those that you don't see. The the Jacob Richmonds at Alcoa. The 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 there's some injuries that are going to come back. Mr. Uh, Braden Hoy is going to be back tonight. So excited for what tonight looks like. Excited to be here looking at at Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field. But uh, you know, we got to get some things done tonight. Is homecoming 2021, and the court has been uh, has been uh, shown here at. at Jim Renfro Field, and the winner has been announced. Let's run through the candidates real quick. Uh, the sophomore candidates, Sydney Daves, daughter of Steven and Jennifer Daves, is escorted tonight by Luke Roberts, son of Travis and Stacy Roberts. Her hobbies include MHS cross-country team, orchestra, student council, and key club. Uh, Sydney chose New Hope Children's Advocacy Center as her charity to raise money for. Ava Davis, daughter of Amanda Smith and Adam Davis, Escorted tonight by Mike Bethea. Talk about a, a differential. Uh, he, is, he is a towering fellow there. Son of LeVette Harris Bethea. Ava's hobbies include singing, attending and serving at her church, and volunteering in the community. Ava chose American Cancer Society as her charity. That's the sophomore candidates in, in this year's court. Uh, junior candidates, Bailey Hasty, daughter of Tabitha Hasty and Mark Hasty. Escorted tonight by Caleb Graham, son of Lindsey and Jeremy Graham. Uh, Bailey's hobbies include MHS varsity cheerleading, coaching the Rebs cheer team, and uh, she chose Smoky Mountain Service Dogs as her charity. Uh, Avery Coombs, Coombs, uh, daughter of Tim and Tiana Coombs, is escorted tonight by Tristan Swank, son of Alan and Lori Swank. Avery's hobbies are orchestra, model UN, and scholars bowl. Uh, Avery chose American Foundation for Youth Suicide Prevention as her charity. And then Taylor Mann, daughter of Emily and Zach Higginbottom, and Chris and Jess Mann is escorted tonight by Anthony Ray, son of Shayla and James Ray. Taylor's hobbies include MHS Red Rebel Marching Band and Lady T's Lacrosse Team. That's awesome, lacrosse and marching band. I feel like that is a well-rounded individual. Uh, Taylor chose American Foundation Youth Suicide Prevention as her charity. So, again, multiple uh, uh, candidates chose that. That's a really great charity. Uh, senior candidates, Lacey Green, daughter of Clint and Michelle Green, escorted tonight by Mr. Zach Braden, son of Stephen and Angela Braden. Uh, Lacey's a member of Clinical Internship and Church and enjoys spending time with her family and friends. Lacey chose Autism Speaks as her charity. Uh, Allie Townsend, daughter of Christy Townsend and the late Eric Townsend, escorted tonight by Braden Hoy, son of Bradley Hoy and Allie Collins, is a varsity soccer player and is involved in Young Life. Allie chose American Heart Association as her charity. And then Jordan Weiniger, daughter of Angela and Randy Weiniger, escorted tonight by Markel Fortenberry, son of Caroline and Paul Fortenberry, 
Jordan is a member of the National Honor Society and enjoys volunteering in kids' ministries at her church. Jordan chose Alzheimer's Association as her charity. So, Chris, with all those great candidates, and again, great representation by sophomore, junior, and senior class, uh, but uh, the winner, the second runner-up, raising $8,420 for New Hope Children's Advocacy Center. That word has ruined me. <laughs> New Hope Children's Advocacy Center. Uh, second runner-up goes to Sydney Daves. So congratulations to Miss Sydney Daves. Uh, raising $9,454 for American Heart Association. First runner-up goes to Allie Townsend. So, again, good representation, $9,454. And then this year's homecoming queen, drum roll, Miss Bailey Hasty raising $12,535 for Smoky Mountain Service Dogs. So congratulations to Miss Hasty, Miss Bailey Hasty, your 2021 homecoming queen here at Maryville High School. That's incredible, man. All of them, that's incredible that, you know, the young people, the today's generation, you know, stepping up, doing something big. I think, what was it, suicide prevention was one of the main. Well, uh, and, and here's the key point. Thanks to all those that contributed, all the candidates, all the contributors. I think uh, Layman Jewelers also kicked in over $40,000 raised during this homecoming court. So congratulations to Miss Hasty and your 2021 homecoming court. So well, let's take a break, uh, listen to this moment of silence and the national anthem. We'll be back with more pregame show, the Everting Orthodontics pregame show here from Maryville High School. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Don't forget, from halftime through the remainder of the game, visit Rebel Radio WGAP on Facebook and Twitter for this week's red and black throwback trivia question. First correct answer wins a Windy City Grill gift card. The red and black throwback, presented by Windy City Grill. Go Rebels! Welcome back to Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels are looking to take on the Science Hill Hilltoppers. You're listening to the Everting Orthodontics pregame show in what is the Twin City Certified Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser with Mr. Chris Hips. And, Chris, you talk about being back at home. You talk about homecoming 2021. Again, congratulations to Miss Bailey Hasty, your 2021 homecoming queen. But 
It's all eyes on the football field right now. The the choir of Maryville High School just did the national anthem, did a great job. Uh, there was a football team, uh, a number 64, uh, Thomas Lanigan, offensive lineman, also a choir member. I think that's great to see uh, just multi-groups uh, in your high school being a part of it. Yeah, I think just going over the homecoming, how many accolades most of the everybody you named had um, I'm like, shows the diversity too. How do they have time to do homework? I mean, it's just a, <laughs> it's a busy time. But, yeah, great uh, representation, as always, uh, for your Rebels. But uh, you look at this matchup, Chris. It's it's Maribel 5-0. and It's Science Hill 3-2. and And if you look at the, raw, or the record, uh, it, it's really kind of a – I don't want to say a helter-skelter, but a little bit. That's my word of choice. But they took on Elizabeth in week number one. Uh, the Cyclones got the best of the Hilltoppers, 34-15. to 15. But then they win at Anderson County. They give Westridge, the, I believe, their first loss of the season. And then they fall to Powell, uh, a common opponent for the Red Rebels. And then they just came off of a huge victory over William Blunt. I think your, your key point, and we've talked about it off air, they gave up 27 points to William Blunt. I think that's probably the bigger sound out of that soundbite uh, than the 55 that they put on the board. Yeah, I think, uh, listen to Coach Hunt, like you said, you know, they, they have athletes, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to, you know, uh, make plays. They're going to have openings. It just comes back to that bend but don't break defensive mentality. You know, make make sure you keep the man in front of you. Don't give up the big play. On the on the offensive side for Maribel, you know, they their defense loves to try to jump. They like to try to blitz. We've heard that, you know, they like to blitz a lot. You know, you got to beat them, hit that slant, you know, hit some of them out patterns, make them run around and tire them down. I mean, uh, Science Hill has a lack of depth, they're saying, so tire them down and hopefully we can uh, get a couple of big touchdowns on the board early. Well, and I think the key to it is if you look at Science Hill, they return all 22 starters from a year ago, 30 seniors on this 2021 uh, squad. Amazing amount of, uh, uh, I guess, knowledge of the system, right? Coach uh, Coach Stacy Stacy Carter, a huge component in this uh, success that Science Hills kind of built over the last few years. But inevitably, uh, the end of their 18, 19, and 20 season came at the hand of the Red Rebels. So uh, he's looking to see them in the regular season uh, for, for really uh, one of the few times in this rivalry, the eighth meeting here tonight. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those opportunities for him to, to see where his football team is without the result of this thing possibly ending his season. Yes, and like you said, you know, we were talking about how far they had to travel. You know, they had a good little group of uh, fans that show up, you know. They finally, yeah, they got yeah, they're starting to get in. here. And, uh, you know, looking on the home side, this wave of red tonight uh, is going to be very loud. You know, hopefully provide that uh, extra man, you know, for the defense, make it a little bit tougher on that Science Hill quarterback. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough nonetheless. I think that defensive front for the Red Rebels know how to get upfield and get after the quarterback. But, uh, you know, a lot of people to thank. Uh, Rebel Radio is so appreciative of those that listen to the broadcast, those that follow us on social media. And we just added another sponsor here this week. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mr. Jeff Birchfield for Dive With Us Scuba Services here in Maryville as he is the father of Lou Birchfield. He and Lou now uh, work this business, Dive With Us Scuba Services. They jumped on board this week. We appreciate them being on board. And for that, they're going to sponsor our starting lineup for your Red Rebels. If you look at it on offense, the quarterback position will be locked down by Mr. Carson Jones, C5 as we call him. Noah Vaughn and Gage Ledoux will be their running backs. Markel Fortenberry, DJ Burks, and Carson Jones will be your wideouts. Tight end H-back Jackson Phillips. And then your offensive line will be Carlos Yanez, Jay Adams, Cal Grubbs, Trevor Abdella, and Adrian Gum. If you look at the defense, Mike Bethea, 
Caleb Graham and Frankie Diaz will be up front for the defense. The linebacking core will be Keyshawn Harper, Zach Braden and Braden Hoy, and Peyton Cooper. And then the backfield for the defense will be Carter Cox, Markel Fortenberry, D.J. Burks, and Eli Haynes. So uh, be a backfield of athletes and guys who know how to ball hawk there. And then the specialists tonight uh, with the kicking duties will be Charles Trenum. Corbin Price will handle PATs. The punter will be Markel Fortenberry. Uh, and then the long snapper, Peyton Cooper. And the holder will be Caleb Dumford for PAT. So uh, that is your dive with us, Scuba Services, starting lineup here on Rebel Radio. But, you know, we talk about it each and every week, Chris. Great group of sponsors uh, in this 2021 class for Rebel Radio. I want to run down those. Twin City Certified in Maryville, they are your Game of the Week sponsor. Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Mr. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, The Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air, a great group of sponsors that we like to recognize each and every week. And, again, appreciate what they do uh, for, for Maryville High School and the broadcast that Rebel Radio is able to put on. But uh, also, uh, as the Rebels come through the uh, the Big M and break through their paper, uh, get to the home sideline, it's about that time. But uh, let's look at the captains. Hold on. let's. You want to do uniform combos, then captains? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go that way. As the Hilltoppers are already on their sideline, they came in the road white unis, white jerseys, yellow pants, and they have their uh, – what would you call that? Like a maroon or red. Is it a maroon I would say or reddish? To give you an idea, it looks it's like a, a USC <laughs> Trojan. It's a USC Iowa State look, yes. if you will. Uh, it is a red helmet with yellow insignia on the side, red numerals, and they have red stripes on their shoulders. Uh, the Rebels here tonight, the men in black, got a little change up as they've got black jerseys, white numerals trimmed in red, and white football pants with red and black stripes on the side. Traditional Rebel helmet with red Rebel, Rebel script on the side. So excited. Yeah, Ken's laughing. <laughs> Hey, words are not my friend tonight, but as the captains meet on the Power M for Maryville, it'll be number 13, Carter Cox, number 15, Eli Cobble, number 27, Keyshawn Harper, number 66, Connor Wise, and for Science Hill, it'll be Jaden Swift, number 8, number 43, Cade Fleeman, uh, number 7, Brock Baylor Brock, and number 11, Jackson Diamond. Like that name. That's a really good name. So uh, the captains will meet at the, the center of the field. Umpires will give the the uh, the friendlies, and uh, if you watched that game last night, uh, it is amazing uh, how they impact some games from time to time. But we'll leave that one uh, where it's at. But the coin flip has happened. Science Hill wins the toss and wants the football. Have they not watched the rest of the season? <laughs> Maryville with the ball at the second half is not your friend. But uh, you know what? They're going to take it and see what happens. So Rebels will start this one on defense they will kick it away to the hilltoppers any any last words as we close up the everton orthodontics pregame show well, personally i like the fact that we got the uh, ball in the second half it's worked like out it. for the last five weeks but for me I, i'm looking at some of the stats coming in this this week you know somebody like noah vaughn 638 yards rushing seven touchdowns 8.6 average i would love to see him get out in open field today they gotta mention uh, gage ledoux in the backup role 258 yards four touchdowns and an 8.9 average that's incredible for a running back tandem of 8.8 .8 yards each. 
I think that's a great point. As we get near the kickoff here, let's take one last quick break. When we come back, kickoff here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC. 375. And welcome back to Maryville High School as your Red Rebels are about to kick it off to the Hilltoppers, uh, where Hilltoppers will take it on offense first. Looks like deep for the Hilltoppers is number 22, Jack Torbett, and number five, Tyler Moon. Charles Trenum to kick it off. He'll kick off from his own 40-yard line and a deep end-over-end kick. And all they can do is look at it. It goes out of the back of the end zone, touchback, and they'll come out to the 20-yard line. That's uh, that's almost automatic, <laughs> Mr. Hips. Yeah, I was going to say, I think uh, anything less than the B, the back of the B, would be an understatement for Mr. Trenum. Yeah, Jackson Diamond will have the quarterback duties. Number 11 uh, for the Hilltoppers looks like in the backfield with him uh, will be number seven, Brock Baylor. He'll start out the in the series to his left hip pocket. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Again, first and 10, ball on their own 20-yard line. Diamond takes the snap, hands off to Brock Baylor, and he's going to go around right end and look for something and find nothing. It's going to be dropped for, I'm going to say, maybe a pickup of one, but it's close. It's second down, nine to go. Yeah, he ran it straight into the uh, stone wall of Mike Bethea right there on the right side. Diamond quick to the to the line of scrimmage, looking to push a little tempo possibly. Yeah, the game clock has yet to start. Still 12 minutes to go. Free play on, on play number one. Umpires are going to stop this one, try to get that in, in check. But uh, as they step out here, Chris, uh, I, I, this is going to be interesting how Science Hill, uh, I guess, uh, attempts to attack tempo. Do you push tempo? I think that plays in the hands of the Red Rebels. But if you look to slow it down, limit that that almost takes possessions away from yourself. So it's kind of a it's an interesting dynamic right now early in this game. Yeah, and I noticed, uh, you know, it looks like they're trying to get out to the edge. I think they maybe saw in film that Maryville tries to uh, give up a little extra yards on the edge. Diamond takes the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff to Brock, and then tries to flip it in the middle of the field. And nearly Jacob Richmond nearly had pick number two on the season into and only the people in the middle of the field were red rebels yeah, and that was mike Bethea off that left side i mean he got to the quarterback hit him hard i think that's what jarred the ball like you said unfortunately right off the fingertips of the maryville defender he'd like to have that one back but maybe he'll get another chance diamond didn't care to throw it in there as diamond's going to stay in shotgun formation it'll be third and nine 11 41 to go here in the first quarter still scoreless Diamond's going to take a three-step drop, step up in the pocket, look to pitch it out. He's going to get it to the intended receiver, number 22, Jack Torbett. But uh, he is going to get – he's going to – the momentum is going to carry him out of bounds. It's going to bring up – it's going to bring up – that should be fourth down. Yeah. should be fourth and about three. Fourth yeah. and three. So they'll bring on the punt formation uh, as the Rebels hold. I, I think that's a good pass for him. It took a long time to develop. 
But uh, nonetheless, three and out for Science Hill on possession number one. Yeah, I think unfortunately, like you said, the pass took him to the sideline. He tried to tiptoe, but the momentum just carried him out. Markel Fortenberry will be deep for the Red Rebels. He'll stand at his own 39-yard line. The punt is away, clean, and it's end over in Boomer. And Markel fair caught at the 38. The Rebel 38-yard line as the offense will start going left to right here on Jim Renfro Field. Yeah, that was a kind of a weird play right there to start off. It looked like he was actually wanting to try to fake it, maybe try to throw it, and then he just last minute punted it. Like I said, Markel came up great and made a, a good catch, you know, with the guys bearing down right in his face. Carson comes out quickly, gets him to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a tight formation here. Markel to the left side, kind of one-on-one -on -one there, got a safety over the top. Going to have Noah Vaughn in the backfield with him to his right hip. He's going to look, shotgun formation. He takes the snap, pitch play to Noah, and he's off and running to the 40. Spin move, gets out of one tackle, across the 50, and pushed out of bounds inside Science Hill territory, down to the 45 of the Hilltoppers. Yeah, I think that was number one, uh, Kenyon Cutlet, that set, had a chance to get him near the line of scrimmage, and he just ducked underneath, spun out, and then I uh, probably about another 15, 16 yards after that contact. The only thing more scary than, than Noah Vaughn with the football is Noah Vaughn at full speed with the football. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage, Carson has trips to the left side. He's in shotgun formation, getting the call from Coach Hunt. He looks to the sideline, trying to check the play. He takes the shotgun snap, gives the handoff to Noah. He's going to stutter step across the 45 and get down near the 43-yard line, and he'll be met by a host of Hilltoppers. Yeah, that was number uh, 55 for Science Hill. That is, I don't know, I have a 55 on our roster. However, he uh, – That guy. Yeah, well, you know, he met Noah right at the line of scrimmage, but Noah just kept his legs turning, pushed him back, an extra two yards to get to the game. Looks like Gage Ledoux will check in. Jackson Phillips will check out. So it looks like we're going to have a little jumbo pack in here early in the football game. Both running backs to either side of C5. Carson Jones stays in shotgun, operates on the power M. He's going to move Gage Ledoux into motion. He's going to fake the handoff to, to Noah Vaughn, and, and Science Hill read that all the way, met him in the backfield, and he'll be dropped for a big loss. Back to the Rebel 49-yard line. It's going to bring up a long third down. 10-23 to go here in the first quarter. Scoreless if you're just joining us. Yeah, and that's one of those uh, mini Science Hill blitzes we were talking about. That was Cade Fleeman broke through the opening. I think uh, – Carson wanted to flip it out, but was worried about the corner jumping the route, so he tried to hold on to it well, and unfortunately got hit in the backfield. Well, and I think they came upfield so quick, Gage hadn't looked back for the football yet. But going to bring up third and 16 as Carson's going to be back in the backfield by himself. He flips it over mm. in the front. Jackson Phillips in and out of his hands. The ball was caught and dropped at the 25-yard line. Would have been enough for the first down. But it's going to bring up fourth down. Punt unit coming on for the Red Rebels. Yeah. Great play. He's going to be there. Yeah. He's just got to hold on to that one. And you got to give credit to number 19. That's uh, Jeremiah Highs. He waited till he saw Phillips catch the ball and then nailed him with the shoulder. Separated the man in the ball. Perfect play on defense by him. Yeah, you, you know, a lot of times that's a that's a mature play. In high school, a lot of times you see it coming in, you go ahead and hit them, and we get the P.I. So Markell will be on for punt formation. Uh, he will stand at his own 34. Look to take the snap. Snap is a good one. He's going to spin it, kick it, and it is a spiraling uh, kick that's going to be fair caught at the 19-yard line. That's where Science Hill will take it over. It's like deja vu all over again. <laughs> I mean, I'm not too certain, but I think that's the first time Maryville might have not scored on their opening drive, it feels like. 
I feel like you're, you may be right on that. But, uh, you, you know, it was one of those production was there. Opportunities are showing themselves. It's just we got to get there, got to get those catches, got to get the execution. So uh, credit Science Hill, though, getting yeah. up field on third down and forcing – or second down and forcing a long third down play that uh, you just had to have. So it looks like Diamond's going to stay in at quarterback. He's going to have number seven with him back in the backfield. Handoff to seven around right end, and Frankie Diaz drops him out on the on the end. Possibly a short gain, but I, I'm, they're going to probably give him one, but I think it's about a half-yard pickup at best. Yeah, and that's crazy to Actually, see. Actually, that was Peyton Cooper. I apologize. Yeah, I Peyton say, Cooper on the on Peyton the Peyton Cooper from the middle linebacker position ran all the way out there, read that perfectly, and was right there to hit him right at the line of scrimmage. But I think he fell forward maybe for a yard. They're going to give them second down, nine to go. Ball on the 19 and three-quarters line, 9-17 to go in the first quarter. Diamond in the shotgun formation, two receivers to the left, one to the right. Number seven, fake the give, and he's going to drop it and look to float it in the flat, and he just, instead of giving it some air, he ripped it, and the receiver couldn't get to it. That was intended receiver number one, I believe, Keenan Cutlip. Yeah, that was a weird play. There's also, I saw a flag, I think, thrown out on the field. But I think he saw the cornerback flashing back toward the play, this cannon down here. Oh, there is a flag. And I think that scared him a little bit, and that's why he underthrew it. Looks like it's going to go against the Hilltoppers as they're walking the, the wrong way for them, right way for us. And it's going to set up a third and a little longer ball on the 14-yard line. Is that illegal substitution? Nah, ineligible receiver downfield. Oh, we love that one. We know about that yeah. one. Yeah. It's going to be an eligible receiver downfield. It's going to bring up third and about 14. Let's see what's going on. Bad snap. It hits the turf. Diamond picks it up, cleans it up. He's just going to have to tuck it and see what he can get. He's going to get around right end, and he is going to be met by Mike Bethea, who pulls him down, and his helmet comes off. Diamond's going to have to strap it a little tighter than that, but Bethea, good coverage, good uh, anticipation, and uh and good pursuit as he pulls down the Hilltopper quarterback. As we go under nine here in the first quarter, it's going to bring up fourth down. No, it's actually going to be third down because the penalty kept the down. And uh, they're going to have one more cut at it. Third down, 10 to go back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, and how do you trust your backup quarterback in this situation? Yeah, I'm trying to see who that who that is. Looks like it's 12, uh, Jason Swartz, and he is going to flip it out in the right – on the right end to number 12, or no, he runs it around right in, and he's going to pick up some of that, but not enough for a first down. They will have to bring punt formation on. I think third down in your own territory is not when you want to test the backup quarterback. Yeah, but with the helmet coming off, Diamond had to go out. And Mary will play that smartly. They drop back in that prevent defense, let him get the run out, and, I mean, made the quick, easy tackle. And he picks up six there, but needed 10, so it's going to be fourth and four. Punt formation for Science Hill. Try to get that. That should be uh, – that's actually Jackson Diamond, the quarterback, to punt. Markel fields it at the 44. He's going to go right. He's going to try to cut it upfield. Gets across midfield and down to the Science Hill 46-yard line. That's where it will be first and ten Rebels. Take two. Yeah, and that was a great heads-up play by Markel. I think originally he was looking like he might try to fair catch it. But notice that most of the Science Hill players didn't even try to rush at him. Well, so, and that, that kick didn't have a lot of lot of yeah, lift to it, was, it. It was low, so it was an easy play for him, and he gained about 15 yards off of it. I liked how he, he didn't go straight upfield. Liked to use some of his length to, to make people commit. Carson's going to actually huddle for a second. Uh, that's that's not normal for a Rebel offense, but uh, going to break the huddle. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Noah Vaughn to his left hip. He's going to be working out of the shotgun. He'll stand at the Rebel 48, first and 10. 
Going to take the snap, fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, flip it out in the flat to Gage Ledoux. He gets across the 40, full oh. head of steam, stiff arm, across the 30, 25, 20, and he is going to be ripped out of bounds. They're going to say at the 21, but that's a huge pickup for the sophomore, Gage Ledoux. That stiff arm right there was Derry, Derek Henryus right there. <laughs> oh, that was wow. a Jaden Swift, number eight for Science Hill. That was the uh, I tell you, that was fortunate recipient of that. That was a get off me yes. stiff arm, and that it's going to be uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, twenty five yard pickup for the sophomore. Carson Jones quick to the line of scrimmage, shotgun snap, hard count, and he's going to look to the sideline. Markell, and looks like Kayla. No, that's going to be Carson Jones over here to the right. No receivers to the left. Going to have Noah Vaughn to his left hip. He's going to move some guy into motion. Move Markell across the formation. Low snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn straight north and south. Gets inside the 20-yard line down to the 18. And that's going to be a pickup of a two, maybe three. And that's going to bring up second down, seven to go. Uh, that's uh, right inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone, Chris. And, uh and I, I, I like the power. you gotta, you got to work the middle of the field if you're going to work the edges. Yeah, no, I think that was Ben O'Daniel, number 48 for Science Hill. He was just standing there waiting on Noah. Noah just put his head down and said, all right, let's meet each other. Stutter step is not something I use a lot with Noah. I'll just say that. That guy likes to, to, to meet you with contact. Carson's going to flip Noah to his right hip pocket. He's going to move Gage Ledoux across the formation. A little hard count. He's going to take the shotgun snap, pitch out to Noah Vaughn, and he's going to try to get up. Got to give Science Hill some credit. Good pursuit, good uh, good lead as they get upfield on the Rebels and drop Noah Vaughn in the backfield. It's going to bring up uh, it's going to bring up third and long. It's yeah, going to that, be behind the original line of scrimmage. Should be third down, twelve to go. That was just uh, Devin Medina there for Science Hill. Just played the part, uh, played his key role. You know, he held the edge and didn't let Noah get outside. Made his quick tackle. I think number 44, Justice Sutton, was there also. Third down, 12 to go, Chris. I think this is two down territory. Let's see what they look to get a little bit of it back. Carson in the shotgun takes the snap. Three-step drop. Looks to flip it out to Noah Vaughn. A lot of green in front of him. 20, 15, one cut, 10, 5 to the pylon. Does he hit it? No. No, down at the one-yard line. But not before he gets a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. First and goal, one-yard line. There's only great. one play, Chris. Yeah, that was a great play call, too. I mean, the blitz came like they predicted right over the top of him with the screen pass. 22-yard pickup for Mr. Two as Noah Vaughn was off to the races after he made that one cut. Good uh, good close-in speed by Science Hill. Looks like they're going to run the Hippo Rhino with D.J. Burks. He's going to get the low snap, go straight off right guard, dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels! DJ Burke said, if you're going to get in my way, I'm just going to jump over you. Dove into the end zone, landed on the L of the Rebels here in the right side end zone. And, Chris, thing of beauty, hippo package, it's always going to get you positive yards. Yeah, hippo, rhino, wildcat, whatever it is, DJ with the ball in his hands is a great athlete. A larger animal, we'll just call it that. But it looks like uh, Charles Trenum will be the holder here for this PAT. Corbin Price to attempt. The, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Rebels lead 6-0. Corbin looking to change it. Holds down Ooh. clean, but look at the, the the collapsing front there for the Rebels as number 43 for Science Hill. Let me get that kid's name. Kate Fleeman again. That was the guy that made the tackle a while ago. He gets over the offensive line and blocks the extra point. So the Bliss Air scoreboard will remain. Red Rebels 6, Science Hill 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to Maryville High School, the Twin City Certified Game of the Week. Your Rebels lead 6 to nothing over the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers. As Charles Trenum looks to kick it off after the Rebels score, it is kicked, it is spinning, and it is out of the back of the end zone. Touchback, oh, oh. nearly bounced through the uprights, and uh, it will be a touchback. Science Hill will take over at the 20-yard line. But Chris talked about that a little bit at the as we are off to the break. First missed PAT yeah. all season. 24 of 24 was Corbin Price, and really not a bad hold, not a bad attempt, just a just a good rush by that defensive front for Science Hill. As Diamond will uh, bring his troops back out, number 11, the uh, he will he will see it all four downs no matter what, as he is the punter as well. Diamond's going to hand it off to number seven. That's going to be Brock Baylor, and he's going to go around left end and get across the 20-yard line up near the 21. Not much doing there. It's going to bring up second down, nine to go. Yeah, just a great uh, play there by Payne Cooper holding the edge and then the rest of the Maryville defense there to help clean up the tackle. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Science Hill's got a uh, identity, and they're going to look to push that. We'll just see what breaks first. Looks like he's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to have Brock uh, Baylor lined up eye behind him. He's going to give the handoff to Baylor again. He's going to jump the offensive front, get up near the 23-yard line, push ahead to the 24. That's all he's doing as he's dropped by a host of Rebels. Yeah, he made that little uh, hopscotch over the offensive line and landed right into the waiting arms of Zach Braden there. A lot of, a lot of big bodies there in black jerseys, so uh, not a lot doing there. But it's going to bring up third down and about six yards to go as we approach five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Again, your Rebels lead six to nothing. Jackson Diamond, the quarterback for Science Hill, checks the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to continue to have two to the left, one to the right. Brock Baylor, the running back in I formation. He's going to fake the handoff, a little three-step drop, looks to float it out in the flat. Receiver's there. The catch is made, and it's going to be a first down, number 12 with the reception for the Hilltoppers. No, 14 for the Hilltoppers. It's going to be Tor Cole Torbett, and uh, it's going to be a first down for, for Science Hill. I believe that may be their first first down of this football game. That was a good just pitch and catch by him. I mean, it was wide open and got it dropped down right before the uh, sideline. He got the perfect catch on Jackson Diamond's going to take the snap, hands it to Baylor. He cuts through the line of scrimmage and gets ahead forward, gets beyond the original uh, first down marker near midfield, and he is going to be dropped at that point. He's going to get up near the, the Science Hill 49-yard line, 17-yard pickup by the running back, number seven, Brock Baylor of Science Hill. That's going to be their second first down of the night. Yeah, and he's, he's bending over a little bit. I think he's about to come out because that was a big hit led by uh, D.J. Barks right there in the open field. Well, the thing is, he got out of a shoestring tackle and got lit up at about the 48-yard line. So, yeah, he's going to go off, uh, see if he can get some fluids. Looks like Science Hill's going to get a new running back into the game. Should be uh, number 43, Cade Fleeman. Uh, he's a big player on he's defense. The, yeah, he's the one that blocked the extra point. Diamond is going to hand it to Ooh. Fleeman, and he is met and crumpled. 
at midfield, right at the 50-yard line. Pickup of one, and he paid a lot for one yard. Yeah, that was a big Frankie Diaz right there, plugging up that hole and meeting him. And, uh, yeah, like I think you said, folded over was the correct term there. 3.52 to go here in this first quarter. Rebels lead 6-0, but uh, Science Hill looking to get in Maryville territory for the first time of the afternoon. Diamond's going to take the snap alone in the backfield. He's going to roll the pocket to the Ooh, right. He is going to be met in the backfield. Fumble. Fumble the football. Scoop by Mr. Keyshawn Harper <laughs> and rumbles down to the 10-11 yard line. Interception return to the 11, and it is first and 10, first and goal, Red Rebels. Yeah, that was Jason Maneker with the big hit. And, uh, number 11, the quarterback uh, for Science Hill. Diamond is still on the ground. Now he's getting up. He's limping off to the sideline. He, he got lit up is the greatest term to use for that, but uh, good awareness by Mr. Harper. A little scoop, wanted to score, gets down to the 11-yard line, so not first and goal. We can uh, get a first down inside the one, but a, a huge swing of momentum here. I don't know if you could hear the uh, coaching staff to our right, but they were making sure he got an end zone. They are like, <laughs> go, Keyshawn. <laughs> As C5's back out there to, to, to get the, the troops going, first and 10 Rebels from the 11-yard line. He's going to hand the football to Noah Vaughn straight ahead forward, pushing, pushing, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Incredible run. I mean, he bounced off four different hilltoppers on that run. Uh, what do we say, pinball? Well, here's the thing. He, he had his hand in the back of his lead blocker. Once he felt like that was the end of that, he shifted to the right, gunned it again, and the next thing he saw was the Rebels end zone. Touchdown, Rebels, and the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed torch the common sense pest control red zone and in fresnel himidor touchdown i think i got them all in chris <laughs> as uh, corbin price looks to tee it up again charles trenum in the kick is up and there was no doubt there it may have hit jeff weaver's house yeah that thing was long gone and good and the bliss air scoreboard now reads your rebels 13 the visiting hilltoppers of science hill zero you're listening to rebel radio we'll be right back your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfell Field, where your Rebels just scored again. 13 to nothing, the Bliss Air scoreboard reads, and uh, I guess give the credit to the score. Jason Manneker blowing that thing up, and Keyshawn Harper getting it down well inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone uh, to get the job done. Noah Vaughn finishes the job, finishes the job but as Charles Trenum kicks this one away, um, I don't know, deep man, does it does it matter? It, it goes out of the back of the end zone. Three for three touchbacks here tonight. Charles Trenum doing work as uh, Science Hill bring it out to the 20. Down, 13 to nothing. Yeah, I was watching Diamond over there on the sideline. He had a bag of ice holding on the back of his head. Uh, trying to probably wake up a little bit. 
He's hustled back out there. I think he told his coach, I'm ready to go back in. Well, and I think he, he obviously is a leader of this football team. A lot of uh, different positions that he plays. But looks like they're going to keep 43 uh, Fleeman in the football game as the running back. They're going to hand it to Fleeman. He's going to go straight ahead forward. He's going to push. That's a nice little first down pickup. Pickup, I think, of three there on first down. It's going to bring up second and seven. Yeah, and he ran right into uh, Jason Maneker, but Maneker made sure to uh, secure the tackle. That's a big bag. He's just going to go put his head down and go straight forward, it looks like. Yeah, I'm trying to get the size of number 43. He's a big kid. I don't think he's 5'1", 190. I'm going to say that may be 5'9". <laughs> I don't know. He looks a little bigger than 5'1". But uh, looks like Diamond's going to keep this one. He's going to drive straight ahead forward off right guard. He's not. A, he's fearless. I'll give him that. And he's going to pick up a couple. Gets up near the uh, Science Hill 27. Give him the 28. And that'll be uh, third down, two yards to go. And I think the original plan there, he was supposed to pitch it, but the Maryville cornerback out there, Cannon Johnson, jumped the route. So he had to cut it back up and try to make some out of nothing. I think gained, what, three yards? Yeah, that was a nice pickup. Honestly, I didn't think he got near uh, that much. But third down, two yards to go. Two minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Rebels lead 13 to nothing. Diamond takes the snap. Fleeman, no, that was actually Brock Baylor with the handoff, and he is going to get ahead forward to the 32-yard line of the Hilltoppers. That's going to be enough for a first down. They'll get the chains moving. Yeah, that was just a great run. I uh... I want to say Richmond out here on the edge jumped the route where he was trying to go outside, and he just cut it back up and made sure he got the first down for the Hilltoppers. Diamond continues to move the receivers around, two to the left, one to the right, and he'll have uh, Brock Baylor to his right hip pocket. He'll take the shotgun snap, give the handoff to Baylor, and he is going to be met and dropped in the backfall by who is that? Jason Maneker. Jason the Maniac Maneker is all over it tonight as he, he pulls him by the uh, the shoulder pads and uh, introduces him to the 30-yard line. Yeah, that's just another great play by him. <laughs> he was just all over it. Brock Baylor was the ball carrier, and, uh, and he's just making it happen. Baylor will stay in at the running back position, and he is going to stay to the right. There are going to be two receivers to the right, one to the left. Jackson Diamond will roll the pocket to the right, looking for somewhere to go. He all of a sudden guns it. I don't know that that was the intended receiver, but number 22 comes up with it. Uh, that is going to be Jack Torbett, uh, the, the receiver for the Hilltoppers, and they're going to move it ahead forward. Not enough for a first down, but definitely more manageable third down as it's going to bring up third down one to go. Yeah, and that was Maneker again. almost had the sack in the backfield. I think he grabbed him. But, unfortunately, he released it right when he before uh, Maneker could get to him. I think the pump fake saved lives right there. As Jackson's going to look to go under center, a little sneak play, and the Rebels are going to they're going to stand him up. It's going to be close here. Yeah, what he that, maybe that second surge might have helped him, but, I mean. I don't know. This this close judge is yeah. coming in 30, 40, what, 42 and a half. Maribel hit him the, right at the line. He needs the 43. Oh, they gave it to him. That was a little overzealous first down call, but it is going to be one nonetheless. First down, 10 to go. Hilltoppers, that's a that's a big play for this team just to keep their defense on the sideline because, again, slashing and dashing is, is, is an understatement for what we're doing on the offensive side of the football. Something's wrong with the chains, it looks like, on the far side. Maybe got a kink in the chain. 25 seconds is all that sits on the first quarter of this matchup. Rebels lead 13 to nothing. It's been a quick-moving first quarter, Chris. Yeah, and I mean, we got to give credit there to Maribel. They almost held him up there on that third down. Unfortunately, like I said, I think the spot was a little bit better than what it should have been. 
But great play there by Maryville's defense as well. Bang, bang play exactly. But it uh, looks like Brock Baylor's going to be in the backfield. He's going to get the football, goes around right in. And he's going to be met by Mr. 55, Mike Bethea, and he's going to be helped out of bounds up near the 46-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of three on first down, brings up second and seven. Yeah, that was uh, Peyton Cooper over there help, helping usher him out to the sideline. I think uh, some of the fans over there on that side did not like the uh, late push. He, well, and again, it's on their side of the field, so I would say not, uh, as it is going to be second down. Looks like second down and eight, actually. They're only going to give him two on that one. Ball sits at the 45-yard line of the Hilltoppers going right to left here on Jim Renfro. Jackson Diamond will be the quarterback again for the Hilltoppers. Takes the shotgun snap. Mr. Bethea comes free. He floats it to Brock Baylor, and Brock Baylor is steamrolling down across the 45-yard line, down near the 40 of Maryville. That was a prayer. Mike Bethea was all in the face of Jackson Diamond right there. Great play to get it out. And, uh, again, Brock Baylor uh, made something out of nothing there. Yeah, that was just a great play call. I mean, it was a back back screen behind the big big offensive line. You know, Maryville blitzed on the play, thought we had a big opening, and unfortunately it just blew up on us. As they get a first down, that's how they'll start the second quarter. The first quarter comes to an end, and your Rebels sit atop the Hilltoppers 13 to nothing at the end of one. We'll be back. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Maryville High School where your Rebels lead 13 to nothing over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. Chris, at the end of one, Science Hill gets the first down, moves into Rebel territory. That's how they'll start this second quarter. First and 10, ball on the Rebel, 40-yard line. And they're having a good success on this drive with that uh, screen pele and then I think the big pass in the open field. You know, Maryville's going to have to shore up the center of the field right now. I think Diamond's going to work that as he kicks it over to Baylor Brock, and Baylor is going to go around left end, Then he's going to be met by a host of uh, Rebels, finally pushed back by Keyshawn Harper. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Keyshawn Harper met him in the hole, grabbed onto him, and wouldn't let him get any extra yards. As the uh, as it will bring up second down, it's going to be second down about five. So they get about half of it there on first down. As we are now eleven thirty to go here in the second quarter, Jackson Diamond going to move Baylor Brock in behind him. He's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Looks to float it out to Baylor, and he's going to get it, and he's going to push and. Basically run himself out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. That's going to bring up third down, two to go. Uh, I don't know what that says, Chris. He, most running backs we see would lower the shoulder, try to get the first down. Yeah, I don't know if he's still maybe ailing a little bit from that last ding-up when he had to go out or, you know, he's got his hands on his uh, 
on his hips like he might be a little tired of gas still. I don't know. So we'll have we'll to keep watching that. A little shaking up, yeah. And, and that, that that's your workhorse, and it's early in this football game. As Diamond's going to stay in the shotgun, he'll take the snap. He'll hand it to Baylor Brock, oh, and he is met by a grouping of Rebels. There's four to be exact. That's going to be uh, Zach Braden. Uh, I think that's uh, Mike Bethea, Jason Manneker, and number 95. I was say, you can just point out any defensive line or linebacker from Maryville, and they were all right is. there waiting. Ready to go. It's like, here, we'll wait. 10.53 to go here in the second quarter, 13 to nothing from Maryville, and it is fourth and one, and they are going. As Jackson Diamond in no man's land looking for a hard count. Let's see if they stay out to run this or if they're going to just try to get the easy one. Last time he jumped under center on this for that last fourth and inches. They check it again. Defensive front looking to come with it. They're going to have Fleeman. Fleeman is caught mm. at the original line of scrimmage, and they're going to call this one close. The far judge goes to 30 and a half. The near judge says 30. Let's see who's right. They needed the 30 and a half. This this up down here behind the play is giving the first down. He didn't even look at it. I think that's what Coach Hunt and them are kind of complaining about is, you know, it's right there at the first down mark, but they didn't even try to measure yeah. it. Yeah, I think they went with the, the, the ref on Science Hill's side. As they gave it the 29 and a half, that would have been enough for the first down. First and 10 Hilltoppers. Diamond with a fresh set of downs. Ball on the Rebel 30-yard line. Diamond will take the snap, nearly misses it, going to pitch it out to Fleeman. Fleeman gets around left end and takes one cut and gets down to the Rebel 25-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of five on the play. It's going to bring up second and five. Ball on the 25 of the Rebels. And once again, that's just Fleeman. I mean, he looked he was going to get hit in the backfield and just turns upfield, puts his head down, and makes something out of nothing. And that that seems to be uh, his style of running, a little helter skelter. If you're if you're Baylor Brock, but uh, Fleeman uh, likes to get upfield. Looks like they're going to fake it to Fleeman, deliver out in the flat to number 48 Ooh. for the uh, the Hilltoppers. That's going to be Ben O'Daniel, and he is going to get ahead forward first down down to the Rebel 10 yard line. They'll set up first and goal, first and goal Hilltoppers. Yeah, he slowed down a little bit watching the uh, safety for Maryville, and Peyton Cooper came over and ushered him with a big hit to the sideline. Yeah, this is where the Rebel defense usually locks it down. Let's see what they have in store now. Diamond is going to hand it to, to Baylor Brock, and he goes nowhere. He he may have lost a half yard. They're going to call it no gain. It'll be second down, goal to go from the 10-yard line. Incredible play there by uh, Aiden Greer coming off from his defensive end spot from the opposite side of the field and rushed it down and tackled him for a loss. Yeah, good play by Mr. Greer for the Rebels. Looks like they're checking with the sideline. Play will come in. Jackson Diamond will adjust. He gets back in shotgun formation. He'll move uh, Baylor Brock out a little bit to the left, almost a little flanked out. They're going to move him in motion. They're going to hand it to Mr. Baylor Brock, and he is going to get down to the six-yard line and be stood up as it's going to be... It's going to be third third down, six yards to go. Third down and goal from the six. I think this is two down territory. I think they're going to continue to keep it on the ground. Yeah, and that was uh, Brandon Husky and Peyton Cooper there that combined on that tackle. Brock checks out again. Fleeman comes in. Looks like this is their, uh, their speed versus power. They're going to leave Fleeman in at that same little flank position. They're going to flip tight ends. And uh, yeah, looks they, like Coach Stacy Carter doesn't like what he sees. He takes the timeout to get this one right. 
and uh, we'll take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Maryville High School's Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field, where the Rebels don't try to bow their back as the Hilltoppers sit at the six-yard line. Third down and goal from the six. So Jackson Diamond and company go to the sideline, talk to Coach Carter, and we'll see if um, what they dialed up here. They'll come back out and they'll flip Fleeman left to right. We're going to stack this a little jumbo pack. Diamond will take the shotgun snap, three-step drop, wants to throw it, and he is going to be under duress. He just lofts that one up there, and Eli Hames hawked it, but it goes out of the back of the end zone. Nobody hurt. Then it'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down goal to go. Not a lot of uh, decision-making there. They send on the kick unit. Yeah, and that was just great defense by Maribel. They had the blitz on, forcing him to throw. He just threw it out of the back of the end zone to keep from, uh, I guess, trying not to force it, the situation get some points for the Hilltoppers. Well, and I think when he first lofted it, I thought he, I thought he threw it in trouble. But uh, got enough air under it to get it out of the back of the end zone and just lived to fight another play. But Diamond is going to be the holder here. Looks like it's going to be 25 for the Hilltopper kicking this one. That's going to be Giovanni Williams. Is that right? No, it's 35. I'm sorry. Uh, that's going to be Wes Lixingring, uh, the kicker, 5'8", 155-pound s- senior. Uh, his name weighs as much as he does. But uh, kick is up and good. It will now be the Bliss Air scoreboard reading. Your Red Rebels 13, the Science Hill Hilltoppers 3. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put it in slow motion. Yeah, I feel and like welcome an back to Rebel Radio as Science Hill has broken the seal, and they now have three points on the board, 13 to three. The score. As the kick is going to be a squib, it's going to be handled loosely by Mr. Looks like Noah, Noah Vaughn. Noah. And Noah is going to go north and south, cross the oh, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, one man to beat, and gets inside the 15-yard line, and he will help himself out and get down to the 13-yard line. Noah made the, the catch look rough, but the run looked great. Good return by the junior running back, 
and it'll set up first and 10 inside the common sense pest control red zone. 77 yards on the big say, return. I think, I think that slowed him down on that play was his shoe came off slightly, and he was you could see the little flat tire as he slowed down toward about the 25-yard line. I no. think he should have just kicked it off toward the sideline. Noah's going to check out, get a little breather. They're going to they're gonna run engage Ledoux. Uh, they're going to have uh, three receivers to the right. Markel to the left. Gage Ledoux to Carson's left hip pocket. 7.52 to go here in the second quarter, and the, the Rebels are inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone on this drive's first play. Carson's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to kind of tell Gage where he needs to go block. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Laundry on the field. Oh, timeout, yeah. Red Rebels. Yeah, the play clock got down to one. I think they caught it just in time. They blew the play dead and ran in. I thought some maybe laundry, but, yeah, they're going to be a timeout. Rebels didn't like what they saw, so they took a timeout. Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back in just a minute. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Nothing explained how this drive got started any more than that. Noah Vaughn, 77-yard return as he ran like a rebel. But uh, as Carson Jones will bring his troops back out, Noah will be in the backfield, and he'll have two receivers to the right. He's going to stand in shotgun, takes the shotgun snap, gives it to Noah Vaughn. He makes one cut over right guard and rumbles and stumbles down near the five-yard line. It'll be the, marked at the six. That'll be a nice pickup of six on first down. Brings up second down. And uh, four to go. Yeah, I think the first contact he took was around the 10-yard line. It just bounced off two hilltoppers and stumbled over and tripped over his own feet, or he probably would have been in the end zone. I don't know many times that a Rebel runner falls backwards. Uh, forward is the way to go. Two yards after contact is almost guaranteed. As they're going to bring in number 24 for your Rebels, I believe that is Julius Toto. And it's going to be trips to the left and nowhere in the backfield. This is dangerous. As, uh, there's a lot of options for the Rebels here on second four. Carson in shotgun. He takes it. He gives the handoff to Noah. No, he keeps it, and he's going to call his own number straight ahead forward into the end zone untouched. Touchdown, Rebels. I think the best way to describe that play is watching the five Science Hill players looking at each other with their arms up like, <laughs> I thought it was the running back that had it. Well, here's the deal. He sold the fake to me. He yeah. sold it to them. And then ultimately he just said, there's nobody in front of me. He takes off, scores on the play. Great run by your, your senior quarterback. Great vision. Touchdown and the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. Another touchdown for the Rebels makes it 19-3. Corbin Price on for the attempt. Trenum will hold. Corbin will kick. And it is good. With 6.58 to go here in the second quarter, your Rebels lead 19-3 over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. 20-3 over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. We'll be right back. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. 
get to searching for your next career, you can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Rebel Radio WGAP, and with 6.58 to go in this second quarter, your Rebels lead 20-3. to 3. I'm Wayne Kaiser along with Chris Hips and, uh, and Chris, uh, unconventional uh, to start this game, but uh, a big lead nonetheless. Yeah, I think we were just ju- uh, discussing that. If I would have told you we only had 80 offensive yards to start this game, would you re- believe we were up three possessions worth? I said no. As Charles Trenum looks to kick this one away, kicks it away from his own 40, and it is a sky boomer, and this was almost returnable. Oh. It's almost like they slept on it a little bit. And uh, Science Hill's like, man, we could have had that one. It bounced at the about half-yard line into the end zone, touchback. Science Hill, their normal starting spot, their own 20-yard line. I want to say the same area where the defensive line were asking each other what happened there. The two receivers looked at each other like, well, I thought you had it. Have you, have you seen the gif, gif of the Power Rangers that look and go, huh? <laughs> That's the same thing you're seeing in a Science Hill uniform. Totally the same. But as uh, Diamond will bring the troops out, two receivers to the right, one to the left. He'll stand in shotgun going left to right here on Jim Renfro. He, he gives a little slip handoff to uh, Baylor Brock, and he's going to go off right guard or left guard and get upfield to the 26. That's going to be a pickup of six on first down. Brings up second and four. And what can you say more about this Baylor Brock guy? I mean, he, he's, he's just tough. cutting. You know, he's taking a lot of contact, and he's breaking a lot of tackles. I mean, I think that was Keyshawn that should have had him at the uh, line of scrimmage, and he just broke right through the arm tackle. Yeah, he, he's a tough a tough kid and, and really a big kid. Plays bigger than his size. Diamond is going to take the snap, fake the handoff to Brock, Baylor Brock, and he's going to look to uncork it. It oh. is going to be in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. Give number 22 for Science Hill all the credit, Jack Torbett, but uh, he bounced it about four times, a little tip drill, and just couldn't come down with it. But uh, I thought it was a good play call, but just good defense to force the bobble and then uh, fell to the turf unhurt there on yeah. that one. It's going to bring up third down, four to go. That was a great throw, a great, I mean, incredible athletic ability. He turned it backwards to try to, to get ball. it. I think he just dropped the ball. That's the sad part, bringing it back to his body. Maybe it was the bright lights here at Jim Renfro. As uh, Jackson Diamond will uh, actually hand it off to, to Baylor Brock, and he is going nowhere. It is going to be down at the line of scrimmage, maybe a little behind, but a little laundry on the field. Let's see if that's a hold, or is that a face mask? I think either uh, either think is ho- face is possible. Uh, the way he got tackled by the backside of his shoulder, I think they're calling a face mask. Personal foul. Personal foul. Face mask. Mr. Hips, one, me, nothing. Yeah, it was a tough call. I think the uh, – I want to say it was Keyshawn was trying to tackle him. I think when he twisted, he might grab the face mask, and unfortunately, even if you touch the face mask, it's going to be a penalty. New life for the toppers is that will be a 15-yard pickup on the on the the laundry, and it'll be first and ten. Science Hill from the Science Hill 40-yard line. 6:06 to go here in the second quarter. 20 to three, your score in favor of, of the Red Rebels. Jackson Diamond with the snap. He's going to give the handoff to Mr. Baylor Brock, and he's going to try to stretch this wide. Not uh, not the best of options as he gets up to the 44-yard line, and he is going to be dropped by a host of Rebels. Yeah, and that was just great defensive uh, persistence there by TJ Bur- or DJ Burks. He came up, uh, held his line, and let the guy run right into him. 
Well, I, I think that was good patience by Baylor Brock because he had zero uh, upfield opportunity, so he's trying to stretch it for all it was worth. Just finally the Rebels collapsed on him. But uh, Jackson Diamond going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, and uh, Old Faithful going to give it to Baylor Brock, and he's going to be met after a couple yards up to the 47. Uh, that's going to be a pickup of four. It's going to bring up third and three as we operate here uh, around midfield here at Jim Renfro. Yeah, that was just uh, great game tackling there by Maribel to hold him up and make sure he stays short of the first down. Mr. Dependable, uh, Mr. Baylor Brock, uh, the running back for Science Hill, is they're going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. I think they've only attempted maybe maybe three or four passes tonight. Not a ton of opportunity there. As, as I say that, Jackson Diamond wants to throw, nowhere to go with it, and he is going to mm. call his own number, get needed three, got three and a half. First yeah. down, Science Hill. Yeah, unfortunately, Keyshawn was right there, but he just dove. He, he knew where the line of scrimmage was that he needed to get to, and he just dove right past it just in time. Yeah, that's just a that's just a kid who knows uh, knows the position and plays it well. He's a senior, six foot, hundred ninety pounds, and it took all six foot to get that first down. Four twenty nine to go, first and ten. Hilltoppers. Diamond's going to pitch play to Fleeman. Fleeman is going to get wide and get dropped behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to go back into Science Hill territory. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. Brings up second and twelve. You know who that was again? Jason Maniker in Mr. the backfield. Mr. Maniker, the defense. Holding strong, he is uh, definitely pitching his name into the hat for that Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. As they're looking to the sideline, don't forget at the half during the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show, the red and black throwback trivia uh, tonight wins you a Windy City gift card if you're first to respond. But second down, 12 yards to go. Jackson Diamond wants to roll the pocket to the left. He is being harassed, harassed, and can he drop? He drops at the 40-yard line. Huge sack for the defense, and that is monstrous. And who was that in the back for the originally? Push him out? Yeah. Mr. Manneker. And then luckily right there when he <laughs> ducked underneath Manneker, Keyshawn Harper right there for another big hit on the quarterback. That's back-to-back -back lost yardage plays. Minus two the last time and big loss of eight there. And I think that's a that's a gift. I think he actually, they gave him forward progress to the 41. It's going to bring up third and the barbershop. He's going to go. He's going to look. He's got a wide receiver up there one-on-one -on -one with Markell. Not sure that's where you go. He wants to throw it. Ooh. Ball is flipped, tipped, and nearly in the hands of Mr. Harper. And it's going to fall harmlessly to the ground, but uh, could have been trouble. Brings up fourth down. And I think originally maybe that hit one of the offensive linemen because it tipped off the line and then went off of Harper's hand. Uh, unfortunately, nobody was there uh, behind Harper to be able to pick it off. It's interesting. You, you know, you, you see Jackson Diamond stay out there for Science Hill, and you're like, are they going to go for it this deep? He's the punter, too. So he just steps back into pump formation. A little shallow, I will add, but he's going to stand at his own 30-yard line in pump formation. He's going to take the snap, little drop, and the kick is away. It's a wobbler, and it's going to bounce and go out of bounds. It's going to take a Maryville bounce a little bit, and it's going to be called out at the 32-yard line. It's going to be a kick of about 20, about 38 yards on the, on the kick. And it will uh, that'll be where, where they uh, set up shop. Rebels will set up at the 32-yard line. Yeah, and if you're Science Hill, that's not what you wanted right there. You did not want to uh, stop the clock originally. 
but also you punt and give Maribel good field position with over two minutes to go, knowing that they're going to get the ball right at the start of the second half. This is uh, deja vu, like I said in the pregame, all over again. As Carson will step to the line of scrimmage, change the play, he'll have trips to the left. Markel Fortenberry to the right. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, flips it out in the flat to Gage Ledoux. He does a little stutter step, and he's off to the races. 40-35, and he has ran out of bounds, but uh, full head of steam. I believe that was Gage, right? Uh, Jackson Phillips. Jackson Phillips. Yeah, Far that. side of the field. <laughs> a five and an eight look a lot alike. I apologize, but Jackson Phillips, uh, mobile, agile, and runs a big run for the Red Rebels. And a great catch out in the open field, and he just double a little movie put on. Unfortunately, couldn't get by the last safety, or he could have probably been in the end zone. 33 yards on the pickup. First down, 10 to go. Red Rebels going right to left here at Jim Renfro. As he's going to have two running backs, he's going to flip. Gage Ledoux out in the flat. He's going to get it to Gage Ledoux in and out of his hands. Good thing it's a forward pass as it's going to roll harmlessly out of bounds. That's going to be incomplete. Second and 10 upcoming. Yeah, I think the uh, with the snap being a little low, Carson dropped it up on the ground, had to pick it up. I think they kind of got the uh, play out of hand, you know, slowed it little, down a little uh, bit too little much. little timing was yeah. off. Yeah. I think they were trying to hit that quick slant look to uh, Markel across the middle, and he was wide open. They're going to bring Jackson back into the formation. Gage Ledoux will check out. 2.38 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels lead 20-3. Carson Jones in at quarterback. He'll take the low snap, give it to Noah Vaughn. One cut, two cut, and he will get ahead to the 30-yard line. Down to the 30, pick up of five there on second down. Brings up third and five to go. Yeah, I think this is going to be four down territory for Maribel. I think that I think play call right at. there just proved that, you know, they want to run a little bit more clock off. Third down, five yards to go. Again, Carson looking to the sideline, getting the play. Got trips to the left, Markel to the right. Noah Vaughn to Carson's left hip pocket. Looks like Science Hill will bring the pressure. Low snap. Carson calls his own number straight ahead down to the 30 or the 27, but uh, quickly a flag on the field. It's in the, it's in the area of holding. Yes. Rebels identify it and say yes and start walking the opposite direction. So it'll back us up. It'll get us back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll reset third down. It'll bring up third and ten. Yeah, and I think that might be a break for Maribel because he was going to be about two or three yards short and on that run. Fourth yeah, down, on fourth yeah. down. So now you get to redo that whole play. And here's the thing. Yards per play right now for Maribel is, is, is in a place to where if you got two opportunities, you, you still got a really good shot at a first down. So Carson, a quick huddle, gets him back to the line of scrimmage, trips left. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. He's going to look, take the low snap, a little three-step drop, wants to throw it. He's going to cut it across the middle to a standing Julius Toto, and that is going to be you needed 10, you got 12. That's a first down, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. You saw my hand signal. I was saying that inward slant was about to come, and it perfectly hit him right in the numbers, Julius the Toto. The 2-4 on his jersey matches the 2-4 in, in Coach West's uh, haircut right now. That's a really good look right now. <laughs> Uh, so if he gets in the end zone, we'll try to recut it this week. Uh, he's he's shaking his head. But uh, as Noah Vaughn's in the backfield, Carson Jones shotgun. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah, flip it out to Toto. It's 20-15-10, five, touchdown, Toto. Yeah, it's an incredible cut. I don't know which uh, corner, uh, the corner and the safety both jumped on and missed him in the open field. 
Julius Toto. He must have hurt me. Showing that speed. He must have hurt me. A little little juking job. Guys were there that could have made a tackle, but give credit to 2-4. He gets upfield. Touchdown Rebels, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. It stands at 26 Rebels, three for the Hilltoppers. Corbin Price looks to add the PAT. Looks like Trenum to hold. Corbin to attempt. The snap is made. The hold is down. The kick is up. And nearly over the field house, and it is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reached 27. No, let's back it legal up. Legal procedure. They're calling a legal procedure on the extra point. And these flags, they must be loose this week. <laughs> They're just falling out. They're going to back the Rebels up. Corbin will attempt again. So the Bliss Air scoreboard has not moved yet. But, uh, I think you the uh, football back that went over the, uh, <laughs> the field athletic, house. Yeah, the field house out there. Yes. Corbin will now back it up. He will tee it from the 15-yard line. So this will be a 25-yard PAT. Trenum will hold. He's looking at Corbin. Corbin gives him the sign. Snap, hold, kick, and repeat. It is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads the Rebels 27. The visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 3. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. And Julius Toto showed how natural he is as he is into the end zone as Mr. Lee Franks is right here in front of the press box, one of the great sponsors of Rebel Radio. Thank him for his sponsorship and his attendance here at tonight's game. But uh, the Rebels now lead 27-3 to uh, here at Jim Renfro Field. And, Chris, uh, just a lot of different people contributing to not a uh, traditional offensive attack by the Rebels, but an efficient one nonetheless. Uh-oh. As Trenum's kick actually hits green and will bounce. It is returnable. Number 22 for the Hilltoppers will take it, and he will get ahead forward up near the 25, and he will be down at the 26-yard line. Best field position to start a drive of the night for the Hilltoppers. And that was a big hit there by uh, who's that number four for Maribel. That's uh, Cade Wheeler. I thought the ball was almost popped out. Jack Torbett was the return man there, and uh, he, he got all he could get out of that. Really, I probably shocked that the that the that it was returnable there on that kick. Jackson Diamond is out at the quarterback position. Hard count, one to, to get some free ones. Rebel's not going to be fooled there, and he's going to reset. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Going to have Fleeman in the backfield. Cleans his hands, takes the snap, no drop, just a flat-footed throw to number 14, Cole Torbett. And uh, looks like the Torbett show is Torbett. Jack Corbett started the drive. Cole Torbett with the first down catch. Five-yard pickup, second and five. Yeah, and 53 that, seconds to go in the half. This is a quick out throw. Is this one of those? Is this looking to score, or is this looking to just not give it back? Well, that was kind of a you know four-yard gainer out throw and stopped the clock. But they have all three timeouts. I don't know why you try not try a bigger throw. You know, little two-three-step drop. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. Throw back left, 
and he was aiming at the band. It goes out of bounds into the into the into the fans over there. It's going to bring up third down, six to go. What do you see who the cornerback is on that far side? That's uh, Markel out there. She better throw it over to the uh, yeah to the opposing fans because he can jump up there and grab anything in that area. Yeah, it needs to be closer to the tubas uh, than it that it gets there. But uh, as it is third down, six yards to go. Uh, 47 seconds is all that remains here in the first half. Yeah, uh, I think we just got pointed out there's two timeouts for each team right now. Two apiece as Diamond looks to throw it. He cuts it across the middle to Torbett, and Torbett is going to be stoved up and stood up by Keyshawn Harper. And uh, was that a suplex? Yeah, that was a suplex by Harper to make sure he stayed down this time. All right, he's going to get up to the 43-yard line, but, again, all for naught as looks like they're going to use a timeout, but throwing in the middle of the field with under a minute, I don't know that it's time management at its best, but it looks like they're going to take a timeout. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field, where every time this song starts, Chris, I kind of want to sing it. I want to go, hey, but I don't. But I don't. But it looks like uh, Diamond is going to get it to Baylor Brock there out of the timeout. First down and 10, and he's going to pick up and get out of bounds at the 49, 50-yard line. It's going to be right at midfield, 49-yard line of Science Hill. Uh, as uh, he gets out of bounds, stops the clock is probably the, the important part. Just picks up four. Yeah, I say, that was a lot of running for four yards and wasted about nine seconds of the time clock on him. They're going to move in and out some defensive players for the Rebels. I think they're just keeping it in front of them. Just don't give up the big play. Trips to the left for Science Hill. Diamond in the shotgun formation. He's going to have Baylor Brock in the backfield. He's going to look right, wants to uncork it. He gets it out there, and he uh, he makes the catch but comes down. Good thing the sidelines are painted white. His foot was definitely out of bounds, and it's going to be incomplete, or it's going to be out of bounds. Catch was made, but no no count. As That is going to be 14 on the, uh, the Cole catch, Torbett. Cole Torbett, but will be all for not. Third down, five yards to go, and it's uh, 25 seconds is all that remains in this half. And that was that was an incredible catch again by Torbett. Unfortunately, like you said, he just ran out of uh, real estate over there on the far side. There, there's no doubt that the receivers, the running backs, and this quarterback are on the same page. It's just the problem is, is this book doesn't get open very much with this defense on the field. Looks like Diamond's going to oh, flip it out in the flat. That's a that's fumble. A fumble. And uh, you're right, Baylor Brock had to do everything and fall on it, and that's going to be a huge loss, and he stays in bounds. Uh, they're calling an incomplete pass on this backside, but it looked like it was behind the line oh, of scrimmage. Baylor really. Brock thought it was a fumble. Uh, 16.8 seconds is what remains, but they're going to call it incomplete. Fourth down, five yards to go. It looks like they're not going to test it here at midfield with a, a potent Maryville offense. 16.8 seconds is too much time to give. So they're going to punt it away. Jackson Diamond, the punter and quarterback, uh, will set up. 
This is one of them areas is, where you got to watch for the well, fake. Well, I was going to say it's scary because your quarterback's your punter. Uh, but Markell's going to actually stand back there in, in return formation. He looks at a fake, I think, and then kicks it away. Looks like Markell's going to stay away from it. It's going to take a Science Hill bounce and come to rest at the Rebel 14-yard line. That's going to be a nice kick there uh, by Diamond, and it's going to leave 5.9 seconds left in the half. Is that is that too much, Chris? We'll stay right here as they, they get the, the offense out there. Well, with Noah, it, you know, with Noah back there, you know, one one long run by him, and it's never too much. He's got the speed to break it. We'll but, see. We'll see. I, I don't, I don't think it's in this offense uh, to to knee it to go to half. Yeah. But I don't know that you really How about a screen pass. Just a screen pass. Get like Noah, uh, you know, Gage out in the open. Even we'll, DJ. We'll see. They've got uh, DJ and Carson Jones to the left. They've got Markell and Jackson Phillips to the right. Noah Vaughn to the left hip pocket of Carson. 5.9 seconds. They're going to move Jackson back in tight. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn, and Noah is running. Noah is going to try to get behind Markell's block, and he clears the first man. He's going to get to the 45-50, 45, and he is going to run out of bounds and scare some Hilltoppers <laughs> to death, but that will bring the half to an end as he runs out of bounds. Oh. At the half, your Red Rebels lead the Science Hill <laughs> Hilltoppers 27-3. to We'll be back in just a minute with the – Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Mastercraft with a K, renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all, and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K, renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA led and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet 
and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325 Come on show them how we do it show them how we do it show them how we do it show them show them how we do it and welcome in to the Whitlocking Company PC halftime show Glenn Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hips and Chris uh uh, a unorthodox first half, but uh, the results are similar. 27 for the Red Rebels, 3 for the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers. Yes, I mean, I think we were pointing out a while ago, what, 86 yards of total offense before the last drive for Maryville. I mean, just incredible to be up by 24 points with that that minimum uh, having to put out on the offensive side of Yeah, I think you look at it, and, and really uh, – <laughs> The uh, the ways in which they're scoring is very different, but the uh, the I guess the the creativity is still very much there. You're seeing guys in, into the fold. Uh, Julius Toto getting his his name in the end zone uh, yet again this week, two weeks in a row. Uh, seeing some defensive guys step up, make some things happen when when Science Hill has the football, and really the the usual suspects being their themselves. I think Markell's pulling some defense. I think Noah Vaughn's being what Noah needs to be, and then uh, Jackson Phillips and company uh, working as well. So it's it's a really good uh, mix here, and uh, really excited for what the second half could look like. I think I think as they get the football in the second half, there's going to be adjustments that's going to help the Rebels. Yes, and I was just looking at the uh, touchdowns. You know, four different Rebels have touchdowns this game, and you know, two of them I think is their first touchdown, or no, at least one of them is his first touchdown on the uh, 
year in Julius Toto. Yeah, it's it's a it's an amazingly nice way. If you look at the scoreboard, it reached twenty-seven to three in favor of the Red Rebels, as the uh, Red Rebel marching band is on the field right now, uh, doing a fine job of uh, their their field show somewhere over the rainbow, and they're in full uniform here. Last time it was it was way too hot to be in those big uniforms, but now they are looking uh, just the way they sound, extremely professional here on the field here at Jim Renfro Maryville High School. But the scoring plays for Maryville Science Hill here tonight, D.J. Burks, a one-yard touchdown run out of the Rhino Hippo. Uh, that had the first blocked extra point of the year uh, as a really good rush by Science Hill. The next touchdown was a Noah Vaughn 11-yard touchdown run. Then Jackson Diamond, uh, quarterback, punter, kicker, uh, puts a 23-yard uh, field goal through to, to break the seal, get three points on the board for his Hilltoppers. And then Carson Jones, a six-yard touchdown run for the Rebels. And Julius Toto, a big 23-yard uh, touchdown reception from Carson Jones. And uh, that's where we sit, 27 for the Rebels, three for the visiting Hilltoppers. Huge uh, huge night for a lot of guys. And, and again, it's just halftime, Chris. Yes, and I'm just excited to see what uh, the second half is going to bring when our offense has more time out on the field, you know. Well, and I, th I think, you know, you look at it 27 to 3. Uh, there's still going to be a lot of starting time here in the second half because this one is uh, very much not decided. I think there's some opportunity to spread this thing a little bit more before you start rotating guys in. And so I think, yeah, there's there's going to be points to be scored here in the second half. But looking at individual stats for Maryville, uh, you're going to see Noah Vaughn, eight carries, 82 yards, a touchdown. Gage Ledoux, one carry, 25 yards. DJ Burks, one carry, one big yard, one big touchdown. Uh, and then in the receiving category, Julius Toto, two catches, 35 yards and a touchdown. Jackson Phillips, one catch for 33 yards. Noah Vaughn, one catch for 22 yards. And uh, an absent name in this list, but like I said, pulling defense all night long is Mr. Markel Fortenberry. But if you look at totals uh, for Maryville, 12 rushing plays, 106 yards on the ground, 90 passing yards. So 196 total here in the first half on 18 plays. Uh, and then you look at it on the other side, uh, you look at it on the other side, 29 rushes for 66 yards for Science Hill, 81 passing yards. They've got 45 plays on the night for 147 yards. If you'd have told me that Maryville only had 18 plays and had 27 points, I think I would have been floored. But uh, nonetheless, huge to be had. Yes, I mean, it's just incredible when we're looking at that. I mean, and props to Science Hill, especially their quarterback, Diamond. After taking that big hit by Manicure with the fumble, you know, I, the way he folded over, went to the sideline, I was thinking, oh, he's going to be shook the rest of the game. And he's actually came out stronger in two drives, the one for the uh, field goal in the last drive before they ended up having a punt. So I, I, I think, think this is – I think that's a that's a testament to them playing Elizabethan and Powell. I think he's played two really good football teams, and he knows if he's going to get shaken over, uh, over a hit, uh, he's not going to play a lot of football at this level. So I think it means a lot uh, to him to get back up and play for his football team. And, and quite frankly, if he goes down, there's a lot of facets of the football game that changes. So, uh, no, I think that's a huge point to make. But as halftime, the Red Rebel marching band still on the field doing a great job. Let's take us another break here in the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. And when we come back, red and black throwback trivia here at homecoming night here 2021. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. 
Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back inside the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hips as we are here homecoming night 2021. And Chris, uh, just to recap 
uh, the, the runners up in the winner here tonight. Uh, Sydney Daves, the second runner up. Allie Townsend, the first runner up. And this year's 2021 homecoming queen, Miss Bailey Hasty, And she raises $12,535 for Smoky Mountain Service Dogs. Great night. Over 40000 raised here in homecoming week and uh, a lot of donations and, and con contributions from the community. So thanks to all incorporated and, and a part of this. And uh, just great to uh, to see that in this community, in this in this town. Yeah, amazing by all them young individuals. Young ladies doing young doing ladies. the work, doing work. But, uh, Chris, it is time at halftime each and every week. We do the uh, the red and black throwback trivia. Uh, tonight will be no different. The trivia question always tries to be around the, the game at hand, if you will. And uh, tonight, if you look at it, it'll be no different. Tonight is the eighth meeting. Here's the trivia question. And, again, give you a little background. Go to Rebel Radio WGAP on Facebook or Twitter, and the first correct answer wins a Windy City Grill gift card. So with that being said, red and black throwback trivia for week six. Tonight is the eighth meeting of the Maryville Science Hill football teams, including tonight. How many times have the two teams played each other in the regular season? Eighth meeting all time for the football teams. Including tonight, how many times have the two teams played each other in the regular season? Chris, you're not eligible. I, was say, I already guessed it right, but you told you me I was totally, right. Well, you kind of yeah, was well, right. I was right. I didn't include, include tonight. tonight so. well, that's in the question. So, anyway, one more time, this week's Red and Black Throwback Trivia. Tonight is the eighth meeting between the Rebels and the Hilltoppers in football. Including tonight, how many times have the two teams played in the regular season? In the regular season. So, uh I think it is just posted, so uh, go to Rebel Radio WGAP on Facebook or Twitter and see if you can be number one. First one to answer, Windy City Grill gift card is on the way to you. So, uh, again, let's uh, as we do that, let's uh, go to Coach T. Chris, look a little bit around the area, see what uh, what's happening with the uh, local teams and then, uh, again, in the, uh, in the area. Again, last night, uh, if you didn't watch it, you missed a great one last night. Alcoa knocks West on Rivalry Thursday, a 21 to 20 Alcoa victory in double overtime. Just a a thriller. Yes, and we listened to that on our sister station, and uh, it was an incredible game. Uh, back and forth between two powerhouses. I think if you call the offense, if you give uh, if you give the 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 penalty yards. To their offensive total, it was it was an amazing <laughs> performance. But uh, but nonetheless, Alcoa squeaks it out, uh, wins a win at the end of the day. The farther you get away from it, the less tight that was. Twenty-one to twenty, double overtime victory for Alcoa. They uh, survive in advance a little bit there, and uh, they have now uh, they now will uh, move on, get back into to district or class 3a play and uh and make their way through the rest of their schedule. Probably uh, just honestly on their schedule, that's the last. Uh, big test, I would say, in the regular season, and they'll look to uh, to eye number one seed in 3A uh, going into the postseason. But what's going on tonight around the area? Okay, looking at the other local Blunt County teams, uh, William Blunt's down 7-14 to 14 to Sevier County at halftime. Seymour is ahead 14-6 to 6 over Heritage at halftime. See if I can find some more. I think that's some of the local ones. Uh, also, another game last night: Oakland and, and uh, Lipscomb Academy. 
uh, Lipscomb Academy. It's a private school, but their their head coach is a, a little known coach, uh, known as Trent Dilfer. Uh, he won a Super Bowl with the the Baltimore Ravens. Is now a, a high school football coach. Been had a, has a great story from Baltimore to how he got to Lipscomb, but that's something you can Google. Uh, but uh, they fall short to Oakland. Oakland gets the victory last night. Uh, but that is that was a uh, that was a, a highly billed game. Uh, the question was raised: big game, big hype. I went big hype, and I knew that Oakland would kind of, even if there was some struggle, uh, it would, um, you know, it would uh, not necessarily go their way. Uh, but they're the Mustangs. Would not go the way of the Mustangs. But uh, the first answer has come through on the red and black throwback trivia. Mr. Mr. Johnny Morgan answers from Broadway Barbershop. He says six. Six is not correct at this point. We will continue to take answers. Uh, so the answer that was given is six. So looking at some more of the games in the area we were talking about, the Elizabethan is up 7 nothing over Anderson County. The big 5-0 matchup of Greenville and Dobbins-Bennett. Greenville's up 14 to zip over Dobbins-Bennett late in the second quarter. Fulton at two or three and two is up fifteen to ten over Bearden, who we beat just last week, is at halftime. Loudon twenty-one, Greenback zero, halftime score. Answer next answer. Four. Four is also incorrect. Going the right way, though. Including tonight. Including tonight. Uh, they have played eight times. How many times have been in the regular season? Right, here's your score of interest at halftime. Farragut is up 14 to 7 over South Doyle. Wow. 1 and 4, Farragut 14, South Doyle 4 and 1, 7. And again, South Doyle coming off of a loss, so they're looking to get back in the win column. That's a halftime score, though. Still a lot of time. Still a lot of time. Let's look. Meeks County is up 35 zip over McMinn Central. If it was anybody from Meigs, they'd go Meigs. One one I was impressed by, I pointed out just a minute ago Powell 0, Knox Hall 0, halftime score. I would, I would figure with that Powell offense, they would have more than that by now. Vicky Vicky Baker just answered our, our question, and she says one. One is also incorrect. Every, we are all around it. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, we may have the, uh, the correct answer. Ray Weeks says three, question mark. Well, if you believe it, Ray, you are correct. Ray says three, and it is three. With tonight, this is the third matchup of the Red Rebels and the Hilltoppers in the regular season. The previous two matchups was a 15-16 home and away affair. 15 went by the way of the Rebels, 52 to 17, and 2016 went 35 to 14 in favor of the Rebels. And right here tonight, 27 to three through two quarters of play. I say, I think Maribel is seven and zero in the previous matches. A little undefeated there, which uh, last year's a little asterisk with a COVID victory, but yes, seven and zero against the Hilltoppers, and uh, doesn't look to be trending the other direction. So yeah, victory here tonight for Ray Weeks as he is the Red and Black Throwback Trivia winner here tonight. So congratulations. We'll get the name on the envelope, and the uh, the Windy City Grill gift card will be waiting for you. But uh, Chris, let's take a little break here, last of the half, as you've listened to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. We'll be back in second half action. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. 
Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP as we have added time to the halftime, but we will uh, we will get ready to come back. As we want to recognize our sponsors here in 2021, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Uh, sponsors include Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey, State Representative District 20, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and bliss air and then just added this week dive with us scuba services owner and operator jeff birchfield uh lou birchfield also a part of that business just added this week like what we do here on rebel radio and we appreciate his support and listening each and every week dive with us scuba services check them out online and uh and if that underwater services is is what interests you check them out they're uh, the rebel radio's newest sponsor sounds like an awesome thing i'm I'm just interested like underwater services like it can't be bad no, it sounds incredible. But, uh, uh, again, thanks to all the sponsors, all the listeners, and anybody that supports us on social media or, or on the radio. So thanks to anyone uh, associated with Rebel Radio. But as 30 seconds tick off this halftime as the, the teams are huddled, Chris, what's the second half? And, and who do you really see as, uh, as really kind of the leader in the clubhouse for this Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game? Well, you know, for me, on the offensive side of the ball, I still want to see more from the young guys. I really like the way just uh, Jackson Phillips keeps picking up. I really like to see Julius Toto get the ball more in the open field. He looked incredibly fast. Defense side of the ball, I mean, we've, we've named a bunch of people. Peyton Cooper, I think uh, Jason Maniker, Mike Bethea. They're, 
whoever makes the next big play on defense, I think will jump over ahead for me. And the thing is, it's been a group effort in a lot of ways. That defensive front as a whole just does a really good job of of, of kind of stonewalling a lot of progress that uh, Science Hills tried to make. But as the horn sounds here at Jim Renfro, uh, they have set the clock to 12, and it is nearing the third quarter start here. Science Hill will kick off to the Red Rebels, and uh, let's see uh, let's see who the Rebels send deep here and see if we get a return here. I, I think this could be huge. Field position uh, has really been a, a friend of the Rebels so far. If you look, 196 total yards. They got 27 points. 18 plays is all it's taken them to amass that. So uh, they haven't necessarily had to go the full length a lot, and uh, that always plays in your favor. But looks like deep for the Rebels is going to be DJ Burks, Noah Vaughn, and Gage Ledoux. There's not a person I'd want to kick that to. Well, if I'm the kicker, I'm definitely trying to keep it away from number two because of the way he just broke a 78-yarder the last time he had to kick it, and it was a low squib kick, so maybe a pooch kick this time, I'd say. 35 Caleb Reeves. I, I would look for the onside here as he's going to like – it's going to be somewhat of a squibber, and it's going to skate past Mr. Ledoux. No, past oh. Mr. Vaughn. And it is going to go into the end zone. Rebels will start at the 20. That may be their worst starting field position of the night. Yeah, unfortunately, I think Noah came up to try to catch and it just took a wicked bounce to the right of him and rolled all into the end zone. Yeah, it wasn't a high kick, low end over end. And when it caught the turf, it just picked up speed and went into the end zone. Safe play. Uh, it's hard to handle those kind of kicks. And, yeah, I, I think you see the benefit here. First and 10 from the 20-yard line going left to right here on Jim Renfro Field. Carson Jones will come out shotgun formation. Uh, he'll do a little stack set to the left, two receivers to the right. Mr. Noah Vaughn in the backfield with him, currently to his left hip pocket, but he's going to look to change the play at the line. Checks the offensive line, flips Noah to his right. He is going to snap the ball. He gives the ball to Noah. He makes gets out of the shoestring tackle, stiff arm. He is through the first line of defense, and, and he is going to get a horse collar tackle down at the 29-yard line. I think they saw it. Uh, there's a flag on the play. Yeah, that, that was another big stiff arm there by Noah. And I think number nine for uh, Science Hill, who's that? Micaiah Rowe, he did not want to get stiffed arm, so he just grabbed him by the back of the helmet and held on. As they are going to uh, they are gonna get the penalty against Science Hill, and that will be extra yardage for the Red Rebels. And that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down face mask is what they're going to call against the Hilltoppers. Don't know that I saw How can you get the face mask from behind? But nonetheless, it's going to be marked off as such. It'll be first and 10 Red Rebels. Ball on the Rebel 34-yard line. And that was an incidental one, so I think it was only a five-yarder. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> it looked like he grabbed him by the back of the helmet the entire time, but, you know, each their own. Hey, penalties, penalties, right? First yeah. and 10, ball on the 34. Carson Jones adding the shotgun. He's going to take the snap, fakes the handoff to Noah Vaughn, wants to throw it, uncorks it across the middle, finds the wide-open receiver, Carson Jones. He's going to quickly get across the Science Hill 40 and down to the 34-yard line of Science Hill, nearly flip script. Yeah, there's a flag, though. It looks like they're oh, calling holy. a hold. Holding oh. against the Rebels is going to erase a really nice play. Good open field catch by Carson Jones. The, the Jones the Jones connection, yeah. and uh, it is going to be a race. That was a huge pickup originally, 32 yards. That will go no more, and so it'll be uh, it'll be first down still, but first and more than 10. Yeah, I think it was uh, the left tackle over here, or, or the left defensive end, got a great jump. I thought Noah did a good job of picking him up around the edge. He gave Carson time to roll out to make that throw, but I'm assuming they're saying it was a uh, – 
hold back in behind the line of scrimmage, it looks like. The mark off from the spot is going to be set. It's going to be first down a long way. Ball on the 18 yard line. They're beyond the place where this drive started. That's back toward Alcoa. Yeah, Carson Jones will fake the, the give. He's going to flip it to Noah. It is going to be off the hands of Markell and give it to Carson Jones as he, he tracks the football and makes the catch. And it is going to be for it's going to be for no gain. It's going to bring up second down. 26 to go. That's going to be the official marking. Ball on the Rebel 18-yard line going left to right. Yeah, I like the I like the decision, though. He could have probably just knocked it down, but he's trying to make something out of nothing. I look at it. We got two receivers down here with only one person guarding them. I, I think that's just a, that's a testament to Carson Jones, the receiver, wanting to make a play. Uh, Carson Jones, the quarterback, moves Jackson Phillips across the formation, left to right. They're going to be trips to the right, Markell to the left. He's going to take a little three-step drop, looking, looking, delivers oh. in the flat. And are there going to be a call? No call. Oh. As Markell gets rolled up at the 20-yard line, no call. That's huge. <laughs> number 40, I mean, he's 6'4". How do you miss that? I was going to say, number 44, Justice Sutton there for Science Hill was looking around like I should have had a flag on that one. And I think he's clapping because he knew he got away with one there. But Going to bring up third down, third and a long way. If we're looking at it, third down. Near the barber shop, it's at least uh, the the horn of plenty. But 10:26 to go here in the third quarter. Maryville looking to uh, this would be a huge pickup, and uh, and I don't think this is when you got two plays to do it in. And Carson's going to clear the backfield. He's going to have two receivers left, two to the right, and he'll look to I'm assuming uncork this one. He's going to give the jet sweep to Noah Vaughn, who came across the formation. He gets past the first guy, not the second, as he'll get up near the 21 yard line, and he will be dropped. After a pickup of three yards, just uh, get what you can get and uh, and live to play on. Yeah, that holding penalty, I mean, that was just too many yards to overcome, and it was a safe call right there. You know, just put it, punt the ball and try to let this defense continue what they've been doing. Yeah, I, I think this is a really good uh, adjustments that, that Science Hill's brought here in the third quarter, and you just got to see what you, they've done and make your own adjustments accordingly. As we're under 10 to go here in the third, score is still Maryville 27, Science Hill 3, Markel Fortenberry in at pump formation. He'll stand in his own six-yard line. High snap, but that's good that he's tall. He is going to get this one away. It will take a Maryville bounce at midfield and roll inside the 35, inside the 30, and come to rest at the 31-yard line. Got all of that one. It's either way. Either I tried, way. You I go. try to keep you from getting yelled at. Ken was already on it. He was done eyeing me. I felt uh, it. I felt it. That incredible, great roll there. But, I mean, it was well, at least 30-yard roll. 26, 26. <laughs> I that, tried to help you, man. I felt like I that was uh, – there's been a lot of good, just one bad. But uh, that will be first and 10. Uh, Science Hill has uh, – a. As the scoreboard read 21, so I wasn't completely the only one there. But it'll be first and 10 Rebels, nine or first and 10 Hilltoppers, 928 to go. Jackson Diamond will get it out in the flat, and it'll be low throw intended for number four for Science Hill, A.J. Martin, his first contribution attempt for tonight, and it'll be incomplete second and 10. Yeah, that wheel route has been there all night, especially with this uh, zone defense that Maribel was playing. So just the back coming out of the backfield on a, on a curl, unfortunately, he just led him too much. 53-yard punt for Markell, just to, to clear that up. That's a that's a huge punt uh, for for the the guy who doesn't do it a whole lot. Uh, Diamond is going to take the handoff or going to give the handoff to Mr. Baylor Brock, and Baylor Brock will uh, try to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Bring up third and ten. 
And that was Zach Braden there to meet him and the rest of the uh, Maryville Cavalry there to finish him up. I tell you, that's a worker right there, Zach Braden. He, he's just a guy who's who gets in the mud and plays each and every week. And, uh, you know, I ain't going to lie. Dark horse right now, I like Mr. Braden. Well, I think he was a defensive tackle last year, defensive end. So he's not used to – or he's not afraid to take the big big uh, offensive lineman on. I think he kind of likes it. As, as Jackson Diamond's going to fake the give, wants to throw it, he's going to uncork this one thing long. Got a receiver, and it is going to be it. a catch for number 22, Jack Torbett. Oh, they're, they're giving it to him. I mean, that was incredible. He laid out for it. Even if it hit the turf, that was still a great, well, great. I'll tell you, and the receiving wow. core in this this whole game, both for Maryville and Science Hill, both those guys know how to track the football and adjust to, to give their quarterback the best opportunity and give it to Jack Torbert. Uh, he, he got a step behind the defense and uh, and really made them pay. And, I mean, incredible throw there by Diamond. He took a shot at the end of that, but he held on as long as he could before he just airmailed it. 47-yard pickup on that one. Diamonds quickly to the shotgun, takes the snap, gets it to Baylor Brock. He's going to go around left end and be met and dropped by the tandem of Keyshawn Harper and Zach Braden. And Harper, I think, was getting held a little bit. He's having to get his shoulder pad put back in place. Yeah, that just happens. That just happens normally. But uh, they're going <laughs> to stay with it in, nonetheless. Second down, five yards to go. Ball on the Rebel 27-yard line as the third quarter sits with 7.43 to go. Jackson Diamond, again, he is in the shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Takes the shotgun snap, flips it out in the flat. Number 14 with the reception. He's going to try to cut, get upfield, and 13, Carter Cox, is going to get the hands on him and get him to the turf. Pick up there of enough for the first down, and he will move the sticks for the Hilltoppers. First down, 10 to go. Ball on the Rebel. Looks like the Rebel 15-yard line. Yeah, and Carter Cox came up like he's about to lay a big hit, but he, I, I think, wanted to wait and make sure the guy caught it and just wrapped him up for the easy tackle. Jackson the Diamonds, backfield. the handoff to Baylor Brock, and he is going to get back to the line of scrimmage maybe, maybe, and that's going to be no gain. Second down, 10 upcoming. Again, Science Hill with the football. Rebels lead 27-3 here in the third quarter. Yeah, that was Jason Manneker and Keyshawn Harper both broke through to hit him in the backfield. Let's see what's going to happen here. Diamond's going to slow it down just a little bit. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Baylor Brock just to the front of him in the left. Jackson Diamond's going to try to call his own number. Got, he is getting harassed by defenders <laughs> and just shaking out of it. Bethea will not no. be fooled, and he is going to drop him for a loss. Back to the 20-yard line. That's a huge sack. There's a yellow flag that just came out, too. That's a huge sack. That's got to be a hold. That's got to be a hold. There was a lot going on for Diamond to even stay upright, but Mike Bethea said not not so fast, young man. Well, he started running around, you know, back and forth, and I think I saw like a, what looked like a illegal chop block over here on one of the Maryville players. Looks like one of the Maryville players is. And hold, yeah. Looks a little cramping uh, as they've got his legs up. Trying to work him out. Trainers out there quickly. Let's see what they, they mark off. It is going to be against the Hilltoppers. I didn't see the mark. Did you see? Yeah, it was a holding. Holding yeah. against the Hilltoppers. Which that's that's common, you know, especially when a quarterback just when a running play around breaks for his down. life back there. Yeah, that, that's a really common. As, as the play breaks down, they're just trying to help their quarterback out a little bit, and uh, he gets backed up there. That's going to bring up second. And second a long ways. That's going to be second in about 24. Four? Is that what they're marking? 
We'll see. Is they're gonna? Uh, it looks like they're gonna take a timeout to to get him worked out. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss this one. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. And welcome back to Maryville High School. As that was Braden Hoy down for the Red Rebels, he he gets off the field with, with some help. Wish him the best. Uh, doesn't look necessarily the best for a return tonight, uh, but we'll keep you updated if we hear an update on Mr. Hoy. But as Science Hill comes back out on that long second down play, it's an incomplete pass by Diamond. It'll bring up third and 24. Ball on the Rebel 29-yard line. Chris, this is two-down territory for Science Hill, so I don't think they're looking uh, for the home run ball here. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough, you know, especially if Maryville's going to drop back in this 2-3 zone for him, but we'll see how they try to play, especially with these uh, curl routes on the outside lately. Diamond will take the three-step drop. He's looking deep to throw. He's going to step up. I think he's beyond the line of scrimmage, and he uncorks it. Number 14, Torbett has it in the end zone, and they're going to call that Ooh. touchdown. I'm right I, there with you. I thought he was past the line of scrimmage when he threw it. but Yeah, I think his foot was on the 20. I, I think the ball was yeah. – I think he was beyond the line of scrimmage, but they're not going to see it. They're not going to call it, and the end result is going to be a Science Hill touchdown, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. And that was a great throw, though, by him. I mean, it literally passed the outstretch arm. I think it was Cannon on defense. was right there, and it just hit the – it was number 44 for Science Hill right in the numbers. Yeah, 14 is is who it's going to be. Cole Torbett uh, with the touchdown reception. 35 is on for the extra point. That is going to be Wes – Lexing ring, and he is going to add the extra point. Your scoreboard now reads the Bliss Air scoreboard. Your Red Rebels 27, the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 10. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. And welcome back to Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips in response. It's what's necessary, Mr. Hips, is they are going to onside it. Science Hill will onside kick. And uh, looks like it's closer than I'd like it to be. Let's see. Uh, I think I saw a flag, too, which means Science Hill must have touched the ball before and it went past the right distance. 
Looks like the Rebels will take over nonetheless. And uh, good hands crew as uh, Science Hill looking to, to get more than they wanted. It's going to set up Red Rebels here at their own 49-yard line. Not that some of those NOAA returns don't give you that anyway, uh, but Science Hill just gifted them about 29 yards. I, I look at it from their point of view. They Their confidence is up. You know, they had the momentum with the big touchdown. Why not try it? Well, I think they don't want uh, Coach White's opportunity to make adjustments on defense. Uh, so if you look at it, Rebels will come back out. Carson Jones at the at the commands. Uh, he's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right, a little bunch formation. He's going to send Noah Vaughn out in the flat, looks his way, looks his way, now wants to uncork it down the flat. Markell looking, and it is beyond the outstretched arms of number 19. The uh, Liberty commit was running and just couldn't catch up to that one. It's going to be fall incomplete. It's going to bring up second and 10. I mean, it was a good attempt there. I wish Carson would have went more across the field with the one-on-one -on -one coverage if we would have led Markell as an easy walk-in touchdown. Unfortunately, Markell had to trace back a little bit and ran into the safety that was over the top. And I don't know that that's not an end-zone shot. Uh, just credit Science Hill for getting in the backfield and forcing an early throw. Uh, Carson's going to move Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn, and he's going to look to dig for some yardage. He may have picked up one as uh, Science Hill stacked it up right there and uh, dropped the junior for a one-yard gain. Third down, nine to go. 5.41 to go here in the third quarter. Score is 27 for the Rebels, 10 for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, and that was uh, Jordan Faulkner kid there, number 77 for Science Hill, and it just uh, muddied up the hole, and unfortunately Noah ran right into him and couldn't get out outside the tackle. Gage Ledoux going to be the man in motion once again. Two receivers to the right. Carson in shotgun formation. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah, deliver out in the flat to Markell, in and out and back into the I hands of it. number 19. And he will get up near the, uh, or down, I guess you would say, down to the Science Hill 41-yard line. And that looks like to be enough for a stick move. Will they call it? They're going to call it fourth and amazingly short, right? I don't know the... the no, they're going to roll the, they're going to move the sticks. The sticks are moving out. Wait, no, they're oh. moving back. And it's an accordion effect. It's first right. and 10 on the scoreboard. Still showing third down on the sticks. Let's see what's what's going on here. At best, or at worst, I think it's a measurement. But I, I think he got enough for the first. But I'm a, I'm a little. Yeah, uh, I'm with the coaching staff. I can hear over to my right. They called it a first down originally. So that's why the, the chain game was yeah. moving. And now they. They okay. said first down. Head, okay. head judge said first down. There you go. You said one on the far side said fourth down, but the head judge said first down. That's what I think the big argument was about. <laughs> white hat rules, right? Uh, first and ten Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, and Carson Jones has the Rebels moving into Science Hill territory. He's back in shotgun. Two receivers to the left. Now he's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Looks to the sideline. Back in formation. Takes the snap. Hand off to Noah Vaughn. He's going to run behind blocker, get upfield, oh, get across tackle. the 35-yard line and get wrangled out by his helmet. No call. Oh, man. You can see the entire coaching staff literally sitting there pointing that he like, had him the entire time by the back of his horse collar. Like, literally, that is the best chin strap job I've ever seen that that helmet stayed on, Chris. Yeah, that was terrible. A... But just, <laughs> if you heard that, I believe it. I call something, but 4.47 to go here in the third quarter. Maryville leads 27 to 10, so 17-point cushion, still a three-possession advantage, but the Rebels want to stretch their legs a little bit. 
As Carson looks to the sideline, he'll have, looks like Carson Jones, Markel Fortenberry up top to the left of the formation. He'll have Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Gates Ledoux stacked up here on the right end spot. Carson Jones looking, taking the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn again. Cut, cut, and run. He's going to get across the 25-20, 15-10, touchdown Rebels. That was two incredible cuts and then just a burst of speed they got right when he got to the open field. Well, I'll tell you, Noah's one of those guys. He's a pinball in that moment. And uh, jitterbug, you know, whatever you want to call it, water bug. But all he did was dug into the end zone. It, it was a nice run by the junior. And Noah Vaughn shows why he's special. And it is uh, the Bliss Air scoreboard making some changes again. It now reads 33 for the Rebels, 10 for the Hilltoppers. Corbin Price to attempt, Charles Trenum to hold. The snap will be had. The hold is down, and the kick is doing. As it is up and good, the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads the Rebels 34, the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 10. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Welcome back to Maryville High School where Charles Trenum kicks one away. It lands at the one-yard line, and there's a return for the Hilltoppers. That's number 22, Jack Torbett. Talk about a, a, another one that knows how to get north and south. Jack Torbett for the Hilltoppers has been a big piece of this offense. little update, Mr. Hips. Looks like Braden Hoy down here. Uh, he's going to get some ice on, on that one of his knees. Uh, looks like he, you know, he, he's going to deal with it tonight. I wouldn't expect to see him back in this matchup, but, uh, again, training staff working with him, uh, and, again, wish him all the best. Yeah, and that's just tough because uh, I think we just talked about it pregame. It's his first game back, I think, from his hamstring injury. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Unfortunately, like I said, it looks like his night's going to be done, though. Looks like Diamond is going to take that one. A little pitch play, a little, little, uh, little option out to Baylor Brock, and uh, the option was not his favorite as he's going to try to stretch this one. Goes a long way uh, to pick up about four yards. It's going to be second down, second down six to go uh, as it is, uh, it is going right to left here on Jim Renfro. And uh, looks like they're going to back it up, say he only say picked up a, two. I said that was a very good spot then because he looked like he was just past the 30 when he went out of bounds. I'm, I'm believing the stick maybe earlier than I should. But uh, Jackson Diamond will stay in at quarterback for the Hilltoppers. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left, going to keep Baylor Brock into his right hip pocket. In motion, Brock is going to oh, get the football, hit. and he is going to be met and <laughs> dropped by who? Number 55, Mike Bethea. Mike Bethea, the, the, the man that is. Mike Bethea said, uh, hey, I know you. 
Meet my grat. Meet yeah. the turf. Meet the turf. <laughs> yeah, Brock tried to cut back, and he ran right into a wall. It's a, it was a good, uh, good solid tackle by Mike. Uh, had help behind him, uh, but didn't need it. Solo tackle there for Mr. Bethea. Third down, nine to go. That's going to be a loss of one on second down. Third and nine. Diamond will take the snap. Three-step drop. Thought about taking himself. It's going to stay back in the pocket. Happy feet nonetheless, and it is going to be pitched and caught. I think that's going to be number 22, Torbett, again. That is. That's Torbett's. He is all over it. It's that name is position. a piece. Yeah. 14 and 22, both Torbett's and both a big uh, part of this offense. That was another one that was looked like he was short, and they just gave him the first down again. They're going to give the advantage of the football here tonight. Uh, looks like to the, uh, the positive, and it's going to say a pickup. That was third and nine, turned first down. And uh, Jackson Diamond and this offense for Science Hill stay on the field. Three minutes, 18 seconds to go here in the third. Rebels lead 34-10, to 24-point advantage to a four-possession lead as we sit here uh, counting it down here in the third quarter. Looks like Diamond is not necessarily interested in using or, you know, saving clock at this point. He'll clean his hands and look and survey the field. He'll take a shotgun snap, play action, and he's going to look to throw it. He's got all kinds of pressure behind him, and he is uh, squirting out there. He's going to try to deliver it in the flat. One guy to see, and that was number, I believe, 14, the other Torbit, and uh, it falls incomplete, harmless to the turf. Number 14, Cole Torbit. I say, if you don't know the receiver, just guess Torbit. I mean, you just say Torbit, and you're, you're half, you're probably two thirds right. You know, uh, once again, I think that was Peyton Cooper, uh, Manicure, and but they all had a chance to hit Diamond in the backfield. He just very Johnny Menzel like. He just slips out of tackles easier. Where's that guy? Cade Fleeman. Cade I'm, Fleeman for Science Hill I has seen not him since the first half. I don't even know that I'm seeing him on defense, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that when we get back to that side. But uh, Diamond will take the snap, delivers in the flat uh, to number four, a new add to the offense, and he is going to be solo tackle, caught and dropped by Markel Fortenberry. The receiver was A.J. Martin, and he is going to get uh, a few yards there. He's going to pick up, looks like about half, pick up a five. It's going to bring up third and five. And great open field tackle there by uh, Markel, he just he let AJ run right toward him, and as soon as he got to him, just tackle him easily. I think the length of Markel helped right there. Yeah. A lot of a lot of defenders, he's going to be beyond them, but Markel has the length to to get back. Jackson Diamond stays in that shotgun. He's going to have AJ Martin in the backfield. Going to go in the flat again. Catches Martin, and he's going to be chopped down short of the first down. By who is that? It looks like Cannon, Cannon Johnson. Johnson. Yes. Cannon, Cannon Johnson read that play is almost an identical play. They just rotated it to the opposite side, and Cannon Johnson just read it perfectly, came up, and hit him short. Look at me, knowing the difference between an eight and a three. Look at that. Cannon Johnson with the chop down. It's going to be fourth and two. Well, they're going for it. This is an interesting call. Fourth and two. Ball sits at the 50-yard line. Uh, and, and Jackson thinks it's a, a place to oh, take it. Taylor Brock is going to be caught and dropped in the backfield, and that is going to be a turnover. The defense holds. Jason Manneker. Stands up, and then it is that is all she wrote. It'll turn it over. First down upcoming for your Red Rebels. That's a huge play yeah. for Manneker. Yeah, Manneker and uh, Frankie Diaz blew that up. I mean, I think they read the play better than the offensive lineman did, and, um, once again, it's just a huge stop on fourth down, and now you gave 
Maribel, the ball back on your territory. Well, it's good to see Jason Manneker really having a good game because, honestly, how many games has he, he been held so many times in no call? Uh, it's just good to see him getting in the backfield, making it happen. But Carson quickly out here. Going to have a little stack set to the right. Going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield. A little play action. Delivers it out to Markell. He quickly gets across the 50, across the 40, and down near the – the Science Hill 35-yard line, quick pickup of 15, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Yeah, he just grabbed the ball, turned it, and went upfield, and luckily for him, I think it was number 44, Justice Sutton hit him. But actually, he you know, pushed him forward and gave him an extra two, three yards. Well, Markell, it's quick. He, he can get five yards in three steps. It doesn't take much. But uh, Carson looks to the sideline. He's going to keep that trips to the right. Markell alone by himself. Going to move DJ in motion. A little – no, they're going to pitch it. They're going to hand it off to Gage Ledoux. He's going to try to pick and place his way. He gets across the 32 down near the uh, – no, they're going to give him down at the 32. Pick up pick up of four there on first down. It's going to bring up second and six. And that was another good stop there by uh, Justice Sutton. You know, you don't see many people taking Gage Ledoux on one-on-one -on -one and making the tackle. I think the field got short on Gage or he had a little more stride to get. But uh, this is interesting. I think Markell's got one-on-one -on -one up top if Carson sees it. He's going to stay in, in shotgun formation. Second and eight. A little long on the pass. He's going to play action, look to get it out in the flat. Gets it out there to DJ Burks. DJ takes on the contact and pushes across the 30-yard line down to the Science Hill 29. Going to set up a that's going to set up a third and four, and that's going to be a, this is going to be a huge play right here just to continue to salt this thing away. Probably this next play, barring an out of bounds or an incompletion, the last play of the third quarter. And that was number 24, the corner over there, Clayton Ball. I think he was hoping DJ would run out of bounds, but unfortunately for him, DJ just put the shoulder down into him. Look at this cushion they're giving DJ right here in the slot. I don't know that I don't like that option. That's a quick out right there, yeah. and you got the first down easily. You need four, and they're giving him 11. Carson Jones shotgun, going to take the snap. There it is. <laughs> hey, and I called the shot. Get it to DJ. He pushes ahead, gets across the 25 down near the 21-yard line, and that is where he is going to get the, the first down for the Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. I'm assuming the coaching staff saw exactly what we saw. That, that was too big of a cushion right <laughs> I'll there. I'll tell you, I'm not even good at Madden. And I would, I can, I can make that play. Yeah. Give it to DJ. Love that call. Love Just the wide open receiver. Pitch and catch, pitch and catch. But uh, first and ten, new life. Uh, Rebels on the move as they go left to right here at Jim Renfro. Carson Jones shotgun's going to look to the sideline. He's got two receivers to the left. It's going to be Markel Carson Jones, and a little stack set with Jackson Phillips here to the right. Gage Ledoux in the backfield. He's going to check it. He's going to move Jackson Phillips to the left end of the line, and he's going to roll it, play action, and they're going to blow this one dead. I think they're going to call dead ball. False start, start yeah. against the Rebels. Yeah. yeah, there was two Rebels. I want to say it was Jackson Phillips and maybe one of the receivers were moving at the same time when the ball was snapped. I think that was student body right, and we were just uh, trying to get the whole thing left. <laughs> That's how much sense it made. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as uh, as the Rebels will recap, regroup, and uh, get back to one in, first and 15, ball on on the Science Hill 27-yard line, 10 and a half seconds to go here in the third quarter. A lot of stoppages as we try to close out three. 
Little huddle. They're going to break that one away. Carson stays in the shotgun. Again, still, still a little jumbo pack there as they got Gage Ledoux to his left, two receivers to the left. They're going to hand off to Gage. He's going to cut through, get across the 20-yard line, cross the He's 15, gone. and he is gone. 10-5 touchdown, Rebels. Yeah, that was a Science Hill player. Unfortunately, found the stiff arm. and I, was, I thought he was saying there's a flag. I was going to say that was a great <laughs> stiff arm. It bounced off of him and just well, took off. To and that, that's Gage Ledoux's explosiveness. Getting through arm tackles is not tough for that young man. And he made he made Science Hill understand that right there. A big play, 27-yard touchdown scamper uh, for, for the sophomore. And Gage Ledoux gets his name in the stat line. First and 15, turn touchdown. And the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. As Corbin Price is on to add points, uh, Charles Trenum will hold, Price will attempt, and it is over the school bus, and it is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Rebels. Let's see which one is right. The Rebels 41, 41 and Science Hill 10. They overshot it by one. I didn't want to say it wrong, but 41 to 10 is your score right here as the third quarter has come to an end. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, fourth quarter action here from Maryville High School where your Rebels lead 41 to 10. We'll be back in just a minute. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. The fourth quarter action here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. The Rebels now lead the Science Hill Hilltoppers 41 to 10 as we have 12 minutes remaining in this in this big 6A matchup that, uh, you know, Chris, has been uh, – Science Hill has not gone quietly as they, they continue to swing here in the second half and the Rebels just continue to find ways to, to add to. Yeah, we, we mentioned they have plenty of athletes on their field. Um, unfortunately for them, I think they just don't have enough firepower to keep up with Maribel touchdown for touchdown. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a lot of people's problems as it is going to go a Trenum kick into the end zone back to form, and it will be a touchback, and the Hilltoppers will start their next drive at the 20-yard line. Uh, Chris, want to again mention one of our newest sponsors here on Rebel Radio, Dive With Us Scuba Services. Mr. Jeff Birchfield jumped on board this week and want to give him a shout-out as uh, we appreciate all our sponsors, but our newest, uh, Dive With Us Scuba Services. Uh, love, love to add. Looks like looks like Jackson Diamond stays in there, leading the troops. Two receivers left, two to the right. He wants to throw it out in the flat, gets it to number nine, and he is going to be up beyond the 25 near the 28-yard line. That's going to be a nice pickup for them on first down. It's going to bring up, that's a seven, eight-yard pickup, second and two upcoming. Number nine for the Hilltoppers. Let me get that name. That's a new ad. That is Micaias Rowe. He's been a defensive uh, stat maker, just uh, hasn't made his way into the offense till then. And Maryville's went with the wholesale uh, switch. I see a lot of new numbers out there right now. 
new faces as, as we'll get to those names in just a second. Jackson Diamond, shotgun snap, still wants to throw. He's going to get it to number five uh, in the in the flat over there on the left-hand side, and he's going to get the first down and more beyond the 40-yard line. He is going to be out and down at the 42-yard line. Big pickup there. It's going to be it's going to be 14 on the pickup. Brings up a first down, Science Hill. That was number five. That's Tyler Moon. So they are also using different players. I see uh, Hutton Jones, Ty Elder, Noah Limbaugh. And it's Jackson Diamond for Science Hill just Boom. continuing to throw and, and catch. And he's going to catch number one, Ken Keenan Cutlip. And he is going to pick up about five there on first down. Brings up second five ball on the, the Science Hill 47-yard line. Yeah, that was a good catch by the receiver because he took a big hit there by Carter Cox and held on for the uh, five-yard gain. Yeah, they they just they're they're taking the cushion that the Rebels are giving them right now. A lot of new faces in for for the Red Rebels. Diamond's going to continue to throw. He gets it out in the flat to five. That's Moon, Tyler Moon, the 5'8", 150-pound junior, and he just catches, gets out of bounds. It's going to bring up third down. Third down, about four yards to go. So just a one-yard pickup there. And a lot of throw for one yard. Yeah, I think the two receivers on that far side ran into each other. <laughs> That's why it actually knocked him out of bounds. They're going to keep the two wide receivers left, two receivers right, and they're going to have a new running back in the flat. That's going to be number four, A.J. Martin, and he's going to get out of the backfield, catch the pass, and then get upfield quickly into Rebel territory down to the 38-yard line, and that'll be another Science Hill first down. As they're looking to the sideline, they're looking to push a little tempo. I think they've, uh, they're trying to use some of the advantages of the, the uh, substitutions there for the Red Rebels. Maribel is, is moving some pieces around. Jackson Diamond is going to take the snap, wanting to throw it. This is, uh, seems to be the new offense. Number one is the receiver. He gets the catch, and he's going to try to clear some room and, and gets the first down, but then is taken down at the Rebel 27-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of about 19 on the play. Try to get some of these 11. young uh, well, Okay, the ball on the scoreboard said 48. Sorry. Try to get some of these uh, young players. i got to stay with Hunter Ken. Hunter Olivet in with there. Ken. Caleb Reeves. I see Hunter Ogle. That away. As Jackson Dimos will take the shotgun snap. I think it's throw from here. Oh, and play. great play by number 13, Carter, Carter Cox. Yeah, he undercut that. I thought he was going to almost get the pick, but knocked it away just in time. Hey, Carter Cox is, is an outstanding player, wide receiver, DB, 6'2", 180-pound senior, and nearly uh, nearly turned back the, the Hilltoppers. That's another uh, one of those multi-sport athletes from Maryville, too, playing on the basketball, going up for a rebound right there. Not many that aren't, honestly. But uh, Jackson Diamond, gonna. I think this is throw game from here on out. He's going to three-step drop it, look to go. Boom. He has oh. got number 92 in the backfield. The ball is on the ground, and it looks like Science Hill is going to stay with it, but Jackson Diamond is going to – I think he's going to see Tweedy. Yeah, that was number 82, Jace Vincent there with a big hit on the, from the blind side. Uh, I'll, I will say that's two. That's two amazing just blow-ups. Unfortunately uh, for Maribel, they the ball was loose. They just didn't wasn't able to jump on it. I don't think the uh, – Two defensive tackles saw the ball at the ground. That's Jackson Diamond had to had to he had to pull his straps up his his socks up on that one. He got knocked down a little bit. 
8.37 to go in this football game. Rebels still lead 41 to 10, and Diamond's going to pull it down, call his own number. He's going to get the first down and more as he nears the 10-yard line. No, he handed it off. That's number seven. Sorry. Uh, seven pushing and driving. That's Baylor Brock as he'll get down near the 11-yard line. And that's going to be another Science Hill first down. They'll they'll have a an opportunity, looks like, uh, to get a first down inside the one. Uh, but I think this is as good as first and goal for, for the Hilltoppers. As Diamond will stay, two receivers to the left, two to the right. He will take the little three-step drop, one to pitch it. And it is nearly knocked down, but Torbett Torbett is, uh, I tell you, they have a – it's almost like a direct hit as it it went through the defender's hands into the receiver, and he is going to to get into the end zone. That's touchdown Hilltoppers. That's a huge play. Yeah, that was number 35, Caleb Reeves. We thought he was going to get the interception. I think, like you said, it went right through his hands, hit Torbett, and I – Thought he went out of bounds, but they said he dove and I guess got over the pylon just in time. Yeah, I think he hit the pylon. I'd question the inside or outside, but nonetheless, they're going to tack on six for the Hilltoppers, and their uh, their kicker is out there to add the extra point. That'll be number 35, Lexingring, and it is up and good. And the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads: Your Red Rebels 41, the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 17. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming. WGAPradio.com. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Maryville High School as the Science Hill Hilltoppers have added to their point total, 41-17 in favor of the Red Rebels as we are under eight here on Jim Renfro Field. Uh, again, Science Hill, we thought maybe the hands team should be in, but uh, it is going to be kicked away. Noah Vaughn is going to get this to return. He's going to run straight ahead, run behind blockers, and he is going to push this thing one up to the 43-44 yard line. That's where the Rebels will set up shop. That's a nice return. Uh, anytime two gets the football, I think an option to the to the end zones is there. Yeah, I think unfortunately for Noah in that instant, he ran into the back of his offense or his blockers in front of him. They got bottled up, and that's why I actually ended up making a tackle because if he was able to break it out, I think he was gone. Yeah, he ran out of room, honestly. You're exactly right. But uh, Carson's going to bring the troops back out, and he'll uh, he'll look to respond. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. You're going to see Gage Ledoux in the backfield with Carson. You're going to see, looks like Jackson Phillips, Carson Jones down here close, and then Julius Toto. And who's the other receiver up there? It's Caleb Dunford. Maybe Caleb Dunford. They're going to move Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. Hand off to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go right up the center and maybe get to the 46-yard line. They're going to call him down at the 45. It's going to be a pickup of two there on first down. Bring up second and eight. Ball on the Rebel 45-yard line. That was a great uh, stop there by number 55 for, that is, uh, Kevin Smith. Okay. I was going to say, that's the one that didn't have a number, but he's way down here. He's below the numbers. Kevin oh. Smith uh, set the edge, held on for the tackle. Gets the job done. 
But it uh, looks like Gage Ledoux is going to stay in there at the running back position. They're going to flip Caleb Dunford down here to Jackson Phillips' side. They're going to have, looks like, Markell and Carson Jones out up top. They're going to flip it out to Julius Toto, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, and he is going to rumble, stumble down and out of bounds. Let's see where they stop him at the 25-yard line. Yeah, the flag That's what they're going to give him. We're going to see what the flag is. It's back at the oh, at Science Hills 48. They're going to call holding. I don't know if that's after the catch. It yeah. looks like in the area of uh, – Looks like down afterwards. the field. I think it was uh, – Oh, man, I, I'm thinking they're calling the block on the edge, but it looked like a great block out there by uh, Carson Jones, the receiver. Flag lays at the uh, at the Science Hill 48-yard line, and the Rebels will bring that advantage all the way back to their own 42. So big, big change here. That's actually beyond uh, the spot where this play originated. So it'll bring up second. It looks like 11. I'd go back to that same play, but flip it to this side. They're gonna quickly get out of the huddle. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that you're wrong. And it looks like they're not. They're not far off what you're saying. You I know. To, I know. Science Hill had two uh, defenders out on the edge now instead of one, like they did the previous play. See Dunford up top. Carson Jones gonna take the snap. Roll the pocket to the left. Look to throw in the flat. Carson Jones with the catch. He's gonna oh, juke job. Get across the 50. Cross the 45. And he is gonna be tackled down at the Science Hill 42-yard line, but not before he gets a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and that was a great cutback by Carson Jones. He had that cornerback sliding over the place, um, broke it down outside, and unfortunately he got caught from behind. Yeah, at Carson Jones, that one step that, that really had the defender have to commit uh, gave him about seven, eight more yards. Love what he did there. Uh, Carson looks to the sideline. He's going to have Toto and Carson Jones up top. Going to have Caleb Dunford down here and going to have Jackson Phillips stacked up on the right side of the formation. They're going to flip Gage Ledoux left to right. Carson will stand in shotgun. He takes the snap, a little flat-footed throw to Caleb Dunford. He's going to get it and get out of bounds at the 35-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of seven there on first down. It's going to bring up second and three. Just yeah. good little good Smart little touch play. passes. Like you said, uh, I think you pointed out multiple times throughout the night is how much cushion. If they're going to give you that uh, eight, ten-yard cushion, hit them with that quick little out route and then get about eight yards. It's almost as good as a run. I think you take what the defense gives you. Right now they're, they're selling out to make sure Gage and Noah do doesn't continue to add points in total to their night. Uh, so, yeah, you hit, a, you hit a Caleb Dunford. You get Julius Toto the football. Huge, huge plays here for these young players. Carson Jones stands at the Science Hill 41-yard line in shotgun. He's going to actually hand off to Gage Ledoux. Straight up the mm. gut, and Gage is going to rumble down to the Science Hill 25-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of 10, and just like that, another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I love that initial burst there by Gage Ledoux. He just stutter-stopped and then just bursted it through the line and took on the uh, middle linebacker one-on-one -on -one and just pushed him forward by about three more yards. I think what what uh, what Gage needs is about two and a half yards. If he has that much clearance, uh, that, that cat's moving. So uh, he had that, and he made him pay for it. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Science Hill, 25-yard line. 540 to go here in this football game. Rebels lead 41-17. to 17. And I love a big back like Gage Ledoux. It's averaging 8.9 yards a run. Carson Jones gives it to him again. He's going to move Dice, get inside the 20-yard line, down to the Science Hill 19, and that's going to be a six-yard pickup there on first down. It brings up second and four. It's a huge, uh, huge average 
uh, for a young player. Big back, but young in his time here at Maryville. Hey, just a good key point. If you look at the history of this rivalry, uh, the, the Hilltoppers have 17 points now. That ties the, the most points scored against Maryville in this rivalry. They scored 17 in 2015 in a 52-17 uh, loss. And we got an injury timeout on site, so they had a player that fell down to the ground and then got back up, so I think they're calling an injury timeout. They're going to call an injury timeout. Let's take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Maryville High School. Now the injury timeout. A lot of different uh, Rebels out there as you're going to see Tez Dozier and Charlie Schwager probably finish this one out. Hand off to Tez Dozier there on second down. It's going to be a no gain. It's going to bring up third down, four yards to go. Schwager's shotgun. He's going to have one receiver each side, a little stacked jumbo pack. Got Eli Elkins into the football game. Watch him. Schwager's going to take the snap, fakes the handoff uh, to, to him, and he's going to feed it out in the flat. Intended receiver was Hunter Ogle, and it's going to fall incomplete. Schwager intended, uh, rolled the pocket to the left and wanted to get it to Hunter Ogle. Yeah, and Eli Elkins was literally standing out here on the boundary, waving his hands, and I don't think Schwager ever saw him because he's trying to roll, roll out. That's why you heard the uh, coaching staff uh, preaching about behind me. I think he knew where he wanted to go with it. That's, uh, that is uh, some of that growth moment there. 4-10 to go here in the football game. Fourth down, four yards to go. Offense stays out there, just kind of at a spot to where uh, it's just better to go for it. Uh, punt the football, it's, a, it's probably going into the back of the end zone, and it's a long field goal from right here. So Schwager's going to look to the sideline, change the play. He's going to have two receivers left, two to the right. Tez Dozier to his left hip pocket. He's going to fake the handoff to Tej. He's going to roll the pocket, deliver, and it was intended, looked like, for Caleb Dunford, and it is going to go in and out of the hands of the receiving hand, the receiver's hands and fall incomplete. It'll be a turnover, and Science Hill takes over right there. Ball on the uh, Science Hill 19-yard line, so as good as a touchback right here. And, I mean, it was a great safe throw. He threw it up where only Caleb could get it. Unfortunately, it was just off the top of Caleb's hands and fell harmlessly, you know, it, turnover on downs but you'll take that inside the 20. Looks like Science Hill is also going to get some work for their backup quarterback as it's going to be number 12 in here Jason Schwartz not Jason Jason Schwartz. 25 is a new running back. 25 will that's actually a new one that's a third string running back as he is going to rip through that uh, that front there and get across the 30 yard line up near the 33. Giovanni Williams. Giovanni Williams. He Giovanni. had a lot of speed. He had, he hit the hole and just took off. Uh, he he knew he knew exactly the direction he wanted to go. I'll give him that. Three receivers going to get out to the right of this formation as uh as Schwartz is going to stay in at quarterback. 
It's the shotgun snap. It's going to be a handoff again. Uh, to I think that was number 25, correct? Yeah, that was a great play there by eight, number 81, Aiden Greer, on the big tackle for a two-yard loss. Giovanni Williams, the big gain, and then the two-yard loss. So a little, uh, little hot and cold for the young running back for Science Hill. Number 25, Giovanni Williams. He's a 5'7", 130-pound junior. He's got a lot of pads on. He looks a lot bigger than 130. Yeah. All right, so Schwartz is going to stay at quarterback. I'd say he's going to finish this one out. Uh, Mr. Williams, Giovanni Williams with the handoff. He's going to go around right end and nothing doing. He may get back to the original line of scrimmage. Pickup of two. 36 on the carry. Micah Dukes. I'll list him as a linebacker, so they're just giving a lot of people reps. 5'9", 185 pounds. That was a good tackle there by Kai. Caius Watts there, number 85 for Maryville. Hit him in the backfield and held on and minimal gain. Schwartz is going to fake the handoff, going to call his own number. He's going to try to go around left end, and he is caught and dropped. That was a little tandem, 45. And who was the secondary guy on that tackle? That was 30, all of it. So there was 45 with the, uh, I believe, the, the, the jersey grab. Yeah. And then it was uh, that was uh, Elijah Pratch that had him, held him by the jerseys and then Pratt. Or uh, all of it came up for the left. If you can't final make, tackle. If you can't make it yourself, at least help your guy out, and uh, and they did it. that for it. But uh, fourth down, 11 yards to go, and uh, Schwartz says, I didn't come out here to punt. So we'll see what they're going to do timeout. here. Looks like they're going to take out a timeout. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout with 2.04 to go here in the fourth quarter. Your Rebels lead 41-17 to 17 over Science Hill. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much. Welcome back to Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hibbs as we try to salt this one away. Two minutes, four seconds to go, Chris. They actually come out of the timeout in pump formation, end over end. Uh, takes a Science Hill bounce and will come to rest at the Maryville 36-yard line, and that's where the uh, yeah I take my, my I take my time to get that one now, <laughs> and uh, they will set up shop first and ten. I think Schwager comes back out to take the snaps here. Yeah, I, that was just a safe punt. I don't think you want to just turn the ball over a short field, you know, in case with it being fourth down. I mean, they got the backup punter in. Let him get a little practice, also. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the thing is, the backup punter, actually, you know it's the punter. Uh, for the most part of this game, Jackson Diamond was the punter, quarterback, holder on PATs. He was he was Mr. Everything for Science Hill. Charlie Schwager is going to stay in that shotgun formation. Tez Dozier to his left hip pocket. Trips to the left. Nobody to the right side of this formation. They're going to get Tez Dozier out in the flat. A little pitch play. He's going to get across the 35, cross the 40, and swung out of bounds at the 41-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of nine there on first down. That, the yard line on the scoreboard is. 
I can't succeed like this, Ken. That was a good block succeed. out here on the on the edge by Jax Kirby, number eighty-eight. Oh, they help spring Dozier for an extra two or three yards. As Schwager's going to try to try Dozier on the other side, as he's going to cut across the forty, cross the forty-five, cross the fifty, cross the forty-five, pushing and diving, slashing and driving, down to near the Science Hill forty-yard line. Talk about a flip. He goes yeah. from forty to forty. Yeah, and I didn't catch the number of the uh, Science Hill player out there that thought he had to tackle an open field, and he just okey-doked right underneath him, broke it back inside, and big game for Tez Dozier. I think that's a T-shirt waiting to happen, okey-doked. One minute, 13 seconds to go in this one as uh, Tez Dozier trying to get those stats up. Eli Elkins moves left to right across the formation. Charlie Schwager takes the snap. Tez Dozier with the handles, gets across the 35, spins around, and pushes his way down to the Science Hill 31-yard line. We're under a minute here to go, and uh, we near another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Second down, one yard coming. Let's see what they got here. I think it's an, another dose of Tej. Give it to the Tez. Tez is, I mean, he, he's got the handles right now, and I think a, a tired defensive front for Science Hill is, is getting all they want. Swagger's going to check the play. I think he just wants to snap it one more time. And Swagger takes the snap, pitches it to Tez. Tez is going to try to stretch it wide. He's going to get across uh, for 30. Monster. The turf monster gets him, but I think he – let's see. They're going to give him the 30. That's all he needed for a first down. That's going to move the chains. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, but that's going to call it a day. As, uh, as Coach Hunt's about out at the hash mark, he's going to meet Coach Carter at the, at the midfield stripe and shake hands. But this one is in the books. The Rebels are going to be victorious as the clock hits zeros. The Rebels take this one home, 41-17 to 17 over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. You're listening right here on Rebel Radio. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, let's put this one to bed, talk about final game stats, and name this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. We'll be back in just a minute. You don't want to miss the Broadway Barbershop postgame show. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, 
I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. to the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where your Rebels are victorious here on homecoming, 41-17 to over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. Chris, let's run down the way the points were scored here tonight. D.J. Burks in the first quarter got off and running. He and Noah Vaughn score each in the first quarter. Uh, makes it 13 to nothing. a missed extra point there early, a blocked extra point, actually. Uh, and then in the second quarter, Jackson Diamond gets a field goal to really kind of open it up, take the cork off this thing for Science Hill. Then Carson Jones calls his own number for a six-yard touchdown run. Then Julius Toto, 23-yard uh, reception from Mr. Carson Jones that made the halftime score 27-3. to In the third quarter, uh, Cole Torbett, uh, seemed like that family really held Science Hill up tonight, uh, received a 29-yard touchdown pass from Mr. Jackson Diamond. And then Noah Vaughn answered his own 32-yard touchdown run. Gage Ledoux puts one on the board from 27 out. And then at the final score of tonight, 11-yard uh, touchdown reception for Mr. Uh, Cole Torbett of Science Hill to make the final score 41-17 to 17 in favor of the Red Rebels. Chris, uh, a lot of things went uh, positive and then some different uh, contributors here tonight for the Red Rebels, but long story short, another victory uh, here on homecoming 2021. Yes, and a great test for the defense. Uh, you know, take all the you know respect to Science Hill's offense, especially uh, Diamond. You know, he took some big shots in that game. But he stayed in the pocket and made some big throws downfield. You know, the secondary got tested really good. And I think they held their own and uh, made some big plays when they needed to. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This defense is really uh, – it's its shown itself well tonight, and, and, and I think that's going to show itself in the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. But individual stats, looking at it from Mr. Ken Main, again, I always appreciate his up-to-the-minute uh, updates. Even if I can't see the yard markers, he knows where they're at, and that's why his stats are right here at the end of the game. But uh, Noah Vaughn, the leading rusher in tonight's matchup, 13 carries, 
136 yards, two touchdowns. He had a 43-yard rip uh, in the game. Gage Ledoux, six carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Tez Dozier here to finish this one out, four, five carries, 33 yards. And then D.J. Burks, a one-yard one or uh, one carry, one yard, one touchdown on the night in the rushing category. Got to love the one efficient. one ones. That's very. Efficient. I feel like that's all you need. Uh, in the receiving category, Julius Toto three catches, forty two yard lead the way. Jackson Phillips one for thirty three. Uh, Markel Fortenberry two for twenty three. Noah Vaughn one for twenty two. Carson Jones the receiver two for sixteen. And DJ Burks two catches, ten yards. So dis- distribution was at the max here tonight. Carson Jones, 12 of 16 through the air, 153 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's he's had, uh, what, six incompletions in two games? I mean, that's a, that's efficient for your senior quarterback as well. He's, uh, he's the uh, – He's the field general, if you will, for this Rebel offense, and uh, and I, I like my chances with C5 under center, or I guess in shotgun formation. And, I mean, I don't think he had to do tonight is just hit the open receivers. You know, with the way the running game was going, I mean, just hand the ball off. Uh, I think that's uh, that's uh, sometimes that's uh, that's what you want and that's what you got. Uh, the final stats, team stats, the scoreboard read 41 to 17. Uh, 20 first downs for Science Hill, 16 for your Red Rebels. Again, efficient when they needed them. Uh, rushing category, 28 carries, 235 for the Rebels. 42 rushes, 95 yards for Science Hill. 153 passing yards for the Rebels. 245 for Science Hill. Total plays, 46 plays for 388 yards for the Rebels, 75 plays, 340 yards for Science Hill. Uh, A lot of yards put out, only 17 points to show for it. So that's why your Rebels are victorious here on on homecoming 2021, 41-17 is the final here tonight. But, uh, uh, Chris, a lot to be happy about, a lot to, to look forward to next week. Cleveland comes to town. Uh, again, another matchup here in, at Maryville High School. Two back-to-back home games. You're excited about that. I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, just another opportunity to play in front of your home crowd. I, I'm excited about it. So you don't want to drive all the way down to Bradley County? It ain't that I won't. It's just that uh, <laughs> – I'm the, glad to be home. The uh, – the, uh, Let's just say the accommodations here are yes. a little closer to the playing surface and uh, just a little bit more welcoming to those and uh, in red and black. amazing Rio. Uh, Ario Cheese Wagon is uh, is off the chains here in the press box, so I'll give you that as well. Uh, but final scoreboard review, we've kind of done that. Uh, Chris, is there anything uh, final going on around the area from Coach T? Yeah, I was looking at the uh, local teams. Um, Heritage dropped to and 5 on the year, losing 27-12 to to Seymour. Who's four and one? Hmm. Uh, William Blunt uh, was in a battle with Severe County, but that just went final. Severe County twenty-eight, William Blunt twenty-one. And hmm. uh, looking at that big matchup, uh, a lot of people were look are uh, trying to keep up with Greenville is now up twenty-eight to seven on Dobbins Bennett late in the fourth quarter. Elizabethan is up twenty to seven on Anderson County at the start of the fourth quarter. Fulton fifteen, Bearden ten, final. Trying to check. Uh, Greenback is Loudon's up 21-0 on Greenback. It's showing a halftime score. Oh, and a lot of updates. The Farragut South Doyle game is now 21 all late in the fourth quarter. I'm trying to see if there's any other local ones. Alt Powell wins 14 to seven over Knoxville Hall. Wow, that was a great game right there. And defensive. I think Powell was gonna was gonna go ahead even more and got a, he got picked off in the end zone late in that football game. Just saw the update there. 
Yep, and that's some of the ones. I'm trying to see if I see any more. I know you're one of your teams, Granger, 14, Union County, 6. Hey, got to show some love to the Grizz. That's a that's a triple option bunch that uh, they play a hard-nosed brand of football. It's, it's fun to watch. It's just uh, when it's working, it works. They don't, it don't. Let's see. Cleveland, 24, Walker Valley, 0. That's a battle of 4-1 and one teams late in the third quarter. Good, good rundown on the score here. And, again, the final score here for Maryville High School as you're listening to the Broadway Barbershop postgame show, your Red Rebels 41, the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 17. Let's take a minute again to thank all the sponsors of 2021, Twin City Certified in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Bramsey, State Representative District 20, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, Bliss Air, and just added this week, hot off the press, dive with us scuba services, Mr. Jeff Birchfield, Lou Birchfield, uh, the owners, operators there. Uh, check them out. They do underwater services. They, they teach. They do a lot of different things in the scuba diving uh, kind of industry. So check them out. Dive with us scuba services just added this week to the Rebel Radio sponsor list. But, uh, Chris, let's take our last break here in the Broadway Barbershop postgame show. When we come back, we'll hopefully have our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game up here to do a little bit of an interview and close us out here tonight. Homecoming 2021, where your Rebels are victorious, 41-17 to 17 over Science Hill. We'll be back in just a minute. You don't want to miss this. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, 
gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome back into the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we are now joined by the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Homecoming 2021 goes to Jason Maneker. Jason, welcome in, and uh, congratulations on a homecoming victory, and congratulations on a big night. Thank you very much. Jason, you had a great night. You've had a really good season, just just really getting after the quarterbacks, getting out after the ball carriers. Uh, but tonight, uh, it just seemed like things were going your way. They were coming your direction, and when it, when they came in in front of eight and three, uh, they were going to the turf. You introduced them a lot and uh, had a really good night. Uh, good first half, uh, really, in, in the second half and going into the fourth. Uh, got some younger kids in there, uh, but you made a lot of damage there early in the first three quarters. Uh, what were you seeing from the offense that really got you to, to, to eat them up? Uh, definitely from the offense, we could recognize their tight ends. That was one of the biggest keys that we read the whole time. And our D-line, they closed gaps so I can make plays, and we closed, uh, we closed our gaps so our linebackers should make plays even. But Definitely their tight end split was uh, the thing that gave it away. We could tell if they were going right, left, they were going to stretch it, they were going to shoot it right up A-gap. And, and Diamond, the, the Science Hill quarterback, he was a mobile cat. I mean, really. And the thing is, is you guys have seen a ton of that this year with Potts from Powell, you talk about Buckles from Alcoa, oh, yeah. and now this kid from Science Hill. Uh, but the thing is, probably the, the best we've seen tonight, just closing speed, not biting on some pump fakes, and just getting upfield and saying – you're going to have to throw it or we're going to put you down. And, and more times than not, you put them down. Yes, sir, we did. I think for me the exclamation point was that big sack early on. I mean, I think they had a little bit of momentum they were driving, and then, I mean, you just laid the hit on him. And I think from there on he, he was a little more shell-shocked when he came over on the left side towards you. So let's talk about the play that, that popped the, the fumble that Keyshawn was able to scoop and get it really in scoring position that set the tone early. Oh, yeah. Talk about the what, what that play, how it developed, and, and what you saw there. Well, definitely have a player from the start of the play. It was it was a speed rush, speed, 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 and uh, we had I had two guys on me, and the 
the whole thing we're taught is to get off the blocks real quick. And I had my uh, inside guys, like Frankie Diaz, Mike, they closed those gaps for me, and I got to squeeze through. And it was it's just a run, 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 and the quarterback's about to throw it, and I got to lay a hit. And even then, Keyshawn played off the play, and that's what we have to do as a defense. We have to play off each other's plays. And he got it down there, and we scored. Now, how when, when you come in at a quarterback, are you are you interested in getting him to the turf? Is there a punch out motion, or how how do you how do you attack a quarterback? Or is it every play's different? Uh, well, most plays are different, but with an athletic quarterback like that, when I aim at the hips, get him down, and I think just the pure momentum of the hits would knock the ball out. I'm not sure if my arm was out there, but I just went straight for, my, for his hips and my helmet. Did you think Keyshawn was going to make it into the end zone? Man, I was hoping he would. <laughs> I was I was counting on it. We get a steak dinner if we did. Oh. Almost made it. Almost made it. But, uh, Jason, great game. Thank you Congratulations. Much. You are the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Week 6, homecoming week here in 2021. Got a little swag pack for you. Got some hardware. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll post on social media tomorrow some, some pics of uh, some game action. Mr. Jeff Weaver, uh, will of course help us with those images but uh but really good game congratulations on a victory you guys six and oh and a big contribution from that defense to get there but as we close out tonight something that we've been doing uh basically since markel won the player of the game is you guys are going to help us close it out with a big go rebels so the maryville rebels have extended to the top of the hill here tonight and that means a big red rebel victory the rebels improved to six and oh as the hilltoppers head back to johnson city at three and three final score for maryville high school maryville 41 science hill 17 as we look to close it up tonight close up the broadcast let's take a moment to thank all that make this broadcast possible the great athletic director and staff at maryville high school landon harris and the great administration all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks tonight and the infamous ken main for the up to minute stats each and every week a special thanks back at the studio to Miss Laura. She gets us in and out of those breaks all night long. But for Chris Hips, Jason Manneker, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels. Rebels. Here we go. Turn, turn, turn.